Welcome to our second session of Hell's Horses. Hell's Horses! We have Taylor as uh, Sheriff Hayes Alexander, and Liam as Birch Hobbs, and Eric as your faithful keeper. Let's just start, because I've been wanting to play this since we stopped. So what happened last week? Well, now, I believe it came up, well, that's where we ended That We ended at, came over a hill, and the barn's on fire. That barn is Marcus Litlow's ranch, uh, Marcus Litlow being a man in his 40s. Uh, we spoke with him and his wife, uh, Alva, Alva Litlow, who's in her 20s. Um, a beautiful young thing. We found out that this, this, that while all of his horses were let loose, he believes it was due to incompetence from uh, from a, a man, a Thurston, Mr. Thurston, Thurston. Gummore. Yeah, who uh, who works for him, and he, uh, he... Known drunk. Also believes Mr. Thurston to be a drunk uh, because Mr. Thurston reports seeing a giant flaming horse. We found out it could be due to some monetary owings to a uh, a Merle Laskowski. Laskowski. Yep. If I wrote that down correctly. Perfect. Uh, in a town nearby called Mayhew. We went to follow two of his ranch hands, uh, brothers named Archie and Jebby Witwicky, who were trying to round up some of the missing horses and found them just wandering. Found five of them. Back. Yeah, they found... Five of the 20, I think we believe we saw missing, 2025. Yeah. Uh, that's what my note says. Um, found that many, five of them just wandering around, which led them to believe that like these were very bad horse bandits. We return to what Taylor described. The barn is on fire back at the Litlow Ranch. So how I see this is the three of you are right on the edge of uh, that eastern ridge that looks down on the, yeah, the four of you. What did I say, five? Three. three. <laughs> oh, it's four of you. Uh, are standing on the edge of the eastern ridge that looks down upon the the ranch below. I think that Archie would take off immediately, saying, "I gotta save save the barn." But I think the the three of you, you, uh, the sheriff, the deputy, and Jebby, the younger one who has like sense to his to his workings, I think the three of you realize that that barn's beyond saving. It mm-hmm. is engulfed. It's completely engulfed. There's if there's anything in, in there, it's not alive. Because you have waited a beat, you do notice there are two figures down by the barn, uh, and I would assume you would assume it's the the Litlow couple. Uh, what would you like to do? From up on the hill, it's 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 evening now, right? The sun is well. The down. sun is like just setting. So, just beside setting. the light of the fire on the barn, can we make out most of the ranch, or is it pretty hard to see? Because it's like below the horizon, because of the all the. The ridges, it's because it's kind of like in its own little valley, basically mm-hmm. small, small valley. So it's pretty, sh- it's shadows everywhere except around the barn because of this fire. So I couldn't try to like take in the rest of the scene. It would just mostly be dark with silhouettes. You, I, if you want to wait that beat, yes, you can take in the scene and there's as like read a bad situation. Um, there's nothing for you to see. I'm not, we're not going to do a roll. Okay. There's nothing for you to see at the moment. Okay, I take a second, I scan the entire thing and can't see anything different. So cautiously, I'm going to like keep my horse under check and move down. I think you, you guys would kind of go a bit quick, like not slow, obviously, but like. Yeah, not at a gallop. You're not going to tear it out like Archie. Yeah. You don't want the All horse right. running at fire and getting spooked and running away. Yeah, so as you guys get close to the barn, Archie's down by the, the small little pond that's in the middle of the ranch. He's got a bucket and he's trying to run back towards and from a great distance, he throws the bucket, doesn't even hit the barn. And he's just like, guys, uh, come on, help, help. We gotta, we gotta get this fire out. 
Birch, go stop that before you hurt something. I'm gonna grab Archie by the by, like by the arm, just above the elbow, and just be like, Ar- "Archie, Arch, listen to me. There's uh, I've had that barns done for my friend. That's a it's a damn shame. But if there's any animals in there, we can get them out. But only if it's safe, because that is coming down, and that is not something that bucket by bucket we can put out. I'm sorry, friend. I think with your words and your touch, I think he kind of realizes that, and he kind of just kind of like slumps to the ground and just watches the fire burn. At this point, you notice that I want to feel the heat. Miss Alva is close, close to her laundry line, also on the ground, just staring at the fire. And Litlow standing about thirty paces in front of her, halfway between her and the barn, just standing, watching his big, huge, expensive barn burn to the ground. Taylor, sheriff is not going to approach Mister Litlow, but he's going to circle the barn, not slowly, so to speak, but he's going to circle it. Look around on the ground before coming around back. Uh, Mark, Mr. Litlow, he's going to come back up to the grassy mosey about. No, they don't see anything. No flaming hoof prints. So. Um, give me an investigate mystery as a roll plus sharp. Well, yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Plus sharp. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I don't see anything. I don't even know where my shoes are. <laughs> Mark experience. How low is it? Uh, that is, that's a five. Damn. Yeah, Mark experience. So you don't find anything. What uh, What's uh, Birch Hobbs doing at this point? I think right after um, I stop Archie, if he doesn't like make for the barn to like help get things out, I get the sense that it's a storage barn. No, it's 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 like a it's an animal barn. Like they would have some horses and hogs and some other stuff in it. But as I said, the flames are so intense that you guys know that nothing has survived. Like it's already too late for anything like that. I am going to walk over to the Litlos um, and kind of stoop down so I'm like level with with uh, Alva, but then kind of like try to get eye contact with her. Do I see it? Does she look like she's in shock or anything? She's she's like not looking at you. She's still staring at the fire and there's just like tears like pouring down her face. And I, I think you just kind of sit there for a second. I think yeah. she turns to you and says... Uh, Deputy, I, th- I think I see the sun at night now. Uh, I do hope you'll forgive me if this seems as some sort of portent, but uh, I was not hoping that you would see something like this. I was was only hoping to find out if there was any truth to uh, to our friend the ranch hands. Tale of a fiery horse. This is this is terrible. I'm, I'm so sorry, Miss Litlow. And I'm gonna look over at, at Marcus and say, I'm mighty sorry. Mr. Litlow, is there anything I can do aside from sit with y'all? Alva says, I'm not talking about the barn, deputy. And she points towards the the ridge on the other side of the ranch. Oh, shit. And at the top of the ridge is a horse with fire for its mane and there's a rider on it. Excuse me, what? I, I'm... And it does, it does the whole, like, kick up in the air and, like, the whole horse scream thing and starts taking off. Sheriff! Sheriff! Go! Go! Where? Where? Wait, wait. Where am I in relation to this as I'm circling the bar? Am I closer to this thing? Then? I think I think you came around. So, like, you were, like, looking at Marcus and then behind him you see Birch and Alva talking and you see Alva point up. So, you, yeah. I think your eyes go up. I point behind well. you. So Sheriff, go! The moment I follow the point, like, even before Birch speaks... And I see that I'm going. Okay. Yeah. Just, I'm just gonna, 
gone. Run back and grab my horse, but I'm going to be a beat behind. I whistle and it starts like trotting over, but it seems a little skittish from the fire, I imagine. So I run back to it and mount up, gallop off after. All right. All right, Anita. We're climbing that hill. Let's go, girl. Yeah. Is there anything you guys want to do on the way up? The sheriff. Gonna make sure his his revolver is loaded. He is. I'm swinging out the hunting rifle. He's got it out and he is. He's ready to party. I think this would probably be a, a good point for a Rita Bad situation. Okay. I would totally agree with that. Uh, I'm only going to offer this instead because it's my negative, but uh, maybe act under pressure, like pulling out these guns while keeping on this thing, or is it... No, it's, I, I want you... How about you help out the sheriff's role? We'll see if you help out. Perfect. I want you to roll separately for this. I think let's just do a like a help... Let's try to keep a lot of these. If you guys are together, yeah, I only want one real roll and one help out. If so it's the experience applicable. isn't going everywhere. Um, yeah. All willy-nilly. Um, now, remind me, the help roll I roll, and if I succeed, he gets a plus two. E. Uh, I think it's... Plus one. Help out. On a ten plus, you grant... Plus one. Plus one. Seven nine plus one. On a seven nine, you grant plus one, but you expose yourself to, to danger. Okay. No, I love that. All right. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I got an eight. So okay, so let's see what pressure. let's see what Taylor rolls. Sure. Oh wait, sorry, I got a seven. Okay. Help out is cool. I didn't even realize. Well, sheriff is not very cool, unfortunately. Neither of us. No, you rolled sharp. Oh, sharp. Yeah, I rolled yeah. cool. You rolled sharp. Why do I roll sharp? That's what a bad situation is. Oh, I was reading. Act under pressure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's that is, bad. it's much better, because that is eight. Okay, so, okay, it's perfect. So yeah, so you help out. So you get to ask me one question from that list of, of questions. This is... What's my best way in? Oh, I'm so glad you asked that question. I'm, asked, I'm going um, for this thing. That's what I was hoping for. So you're scanning the, the ridge line, uh, and Hobbs yells at you and points to... A section where you think you guys can head up um, and maybe cut, like cut some of the time off between you and the the flaming horse with its rider. Uh, so you actually kind of go on an angle. You're kind of guessing which way it's going, and you get to get you both crest the ridge, and you see it's not really that far ahead of you. You think that if you press hard enough, you might be able to catch up to this. And as you see it, it is a ginormous horse, and it is flames. It's not like red hair it is bright flames and you see a man on this this horse he's got a rifle in his hand and like does he have a head yes he has a head <laughs> the sheriff Taylor? gesturing to my neck might make you think to like stop talking that's why I stopped talking <laughs> Taylor alright are we in eyesight right now of the little or the Whitwickies I think it's no. just we crest we get out of the we, sight. we are out of sight of the Whitlow Whit- yeah. Whitlow's hand of Whitwickies. Yeah, you can only see the the smoke. Uh, there's no sign that the Whitwickies followed you guys. All right, I think the sheriff in his hearings is gonna pull some uh, freaky. Cool. He's gonna been muttering under his breath as the deputies catching up to him, and as deputy arrives, the sheriff is going to snap his fingers and he's going to try and cast a spell. I did not even realize. There is use magic. It's not limited to anyone. It is a basic. So I'm going to try and use my weird 
You have a magical dagger, right? It does. Okay. Use your weird. Zero. Okay. Before... Is, so this is only working because he has a magic dagger? I was going to say, it says when you use magic. Uh, no, I just, I'm trying to like decide how he has magic. Yeah. And, well, like, it just be a, from his magical dagger. He's experienced some shit in his life, plus his library and stuff. That's Well, that's, that's just it. I'm, I'm drawing up the fact that I'm the expert, so I, I know yeah. stuff. I might but not like, be yeah, great I at everything. be able to, yeah. I don't think so. I think cool. let's try to keep it to just one of you. That makes, I, I love that so much, but I did not see yeah. that coming. You know what? I, I was just reading my stuff and I thought, hey, let's try it. So, we'll see, see what, what I'm trying to achieve is, in fact, here's it. One thing that is beyond human limitations, but in this sense, I'm trying to just speed up our whole. Not, not like, you know, we're instantly on them, but faster than they would normally be able to travel. And this is perfect because the glitches could be things like, my horse doesn't speed up, or your horse becomes uncontrollable, and stuff like that. So that's the- okay, I like that. I think. I, I like that a lot. Give me your roll. Hello? Where's my weird? It is not very weird. Yeah. Uh, in fact... Can I help at all? I don't think... Not with, no. not with the weird. <laughs> Alright. So... Yeah. I don't think... I, I guess nothing happens. You just see me muttering and snapping my fingers and... Mm. Mm, just a fizzle. It doesn't say anything on um, a failure. I think he gets to pick, though. <laughs> Yeah, like so you got a failure, eh? So I think I'm gonna have to throw you were trying to make both your horses speed up? Yeah. That was. Their legs fall off. It, it really doesn't say though, that's why I, Yeah, but I gotta throw something at you. Like if you fail. You do. Like I, by all means you do. I I just Yeah, failures are always Mark your mark your experience. Yeah. You're gonna level up tonight, Taylor. Hell yeah. <laughs> Don't hurt any to reason. Please. Need a rest. Alright. The, your horse starts to glow like a bright pink and like it starts just your horse does this um, it starts to like shrink a little bit shrink so it's starting to get smaller it's starting to shrink oh Anita I'm so sorry it's not what I meant to do oh Anita Birch follow that horse is Birch doing anything I am if when I see the pink glow and look and don't see like I can tell he's doing something but I don't know what's going on yeah I'm going to, like, press my knees together to get a good grip on the saddle, and I'm going to bring the, the gun up. I'm just going to try and, like, flank like this the, thing. The one-handed sh- rifle shot? No, two yeah. hands. Okay. Like, grip with the knees, and, like, if this kicks me off the saddle when I fail, it's that's going to be it. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and shoot the rider in the shoulder. I want to, like... All right, do an act under pressure. Okay, that's bad. I, I have a minus one to act under pressure, because it's on a cool stat. But with a six and a three, I end up with an eight. Okay. Um, There's a but to this success, though. <laughs> okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a price to pay. Okay. You hit, you hit the rider, and you see him fall. But because you weren't paying attention well enough to your riding, your your horse hits something and stumbles. You're actually gonna, you're going to fall off your horse. And you're going to take two harm. Two harm. Yeah. That seems very low for falling off a horse. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like you would kind of know how to fall off course in situations like that. Okay. I am only... You know what I mean? Oof. Unstable's bad. <laughs> yeah, unstable's bad, so... I get... So you kind of, like, hit the ground and you start... You kind of roll, like, action hero style. Whereas for you, Sheriff, your horse is getting smaller as it's... It's getting smaller and smaller as you're running. You're, you know you're going to have to ditch off your horse in a second. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. As soon as I see that the news 
shrinking and I reach, reach the point of no return. He's, Sheriff's gonna take a, a jump, so to speak, and try to just land running. He sees that, that Birch has landed that shot. He hasn't looked behind him. He doesn't know Birch is down. I'm gonna. So go. I'm gonna yell as you as I see you hop off as I'm tumbling and be like, grab Pickle. <laughs> What's Pickle? Well, Pickle's my horse. Oh. And um, I'm gonna, can you can you give me an act under pressure as well, uh, Sheriff? Shoot. To land on your feet. Yeah, I want to see if you land on your feet. Don't worry, I'm level up tonight, boys. That's how it's going to be. For sure. Oh, hell yes. That is eight. Made it. Sort of. All right. Did you have your gun ready before? I did. Yeah, he said they had the rifle, or he had his revolver loaded. I had had my revolver out. Uh, Your price of pay, unfortunately, is you're going to... You're gonna like jump off your horse. You're gonna do like a nice roll, but in the meat, you've lost your pistol and, and the brush. It's pretty dark out, too. That's that's fine. The sheriff keeps rolling. He gets that trusty saber of his up in the war. He just does not stop. As you start running, I'm gonna yell because I'll have tumbled at this point. I'm gonna be like, "Hop on, pickle! I got the rider. Do not lose sight of that horse, sir." Probably about fifty feet in front of you is the rider, and he's getting up, and he's got his rifle trained on you now, uh, Sheriff Hayes. What uh? Oh, hell no. We go. What do you do? Well, I don't change course. I raise the saber kind of in front of me as if I'm going to try and deflect the bullet. But I'm going straight for the going for the rider. The horse is gone. I don't have a horse. I'm not athletic enough to jump on pickle. Hell no. He fires. Uh, uh, well, he doesn't fire. He just clicks the trigger and nothing happens. Turn the barrel. And, and he stops. And as you're getting closer to him... And like the moonlight is kind of starting to kick in a little bit now. You notice that like his clothes are really shabby and really dirty. His skin is like gray and brown and dry. Yes, uh, Birch? Can we say from where we are, is he particularly larger than a normal man? Or was he just on a very big horse? He's just on a very big horse. He's a normal, normal sized person. Weird. But he's clear like, and he's, his eye sockets are even empty. He keeps clicking his rifle at you as he's walking towards you. He throws throws the rifle away and he comes at you. Well, let's, let's kick some ass. All right. We're gonna, let's just kick some ass and see what happens. Can I reload while they do this? Would that be any roll or do I just... No, just you would just stay... I think you would stand up and be reloading. I get to reload. Point. Yeah. All right. I'm going to whistle for Pickle to stop. Oh, hell. Yeah, you see, you yeah. see Pickle's kind of like... Because of the way it hits, um, he's stopped and he's kind of coming back down towards you. Perfect. So, Reload. The sheriff knows Excellent. how to handle himself in a brawl. Because I rolled a 9. My tuck is plus 1. So I got wow. 10. The sheriff's about to so, school you in some close-ups. So, cold iron sword. So, what would you... So, yeah, so it's a cold iron sword, you said? Um, and you rolled a 10? Mm-hmm. I got a 10. So, that means you get to... Do one of those extra effects. So, what do you th- what do you think you're going to do? Do you want to do it like terrible harm? Uh, you suffer less harm. You force them where you want them. You gain an advantage. You got to choose one of those. I'm actually going to give a plus one forward to my associate who's behind me. I feel like that also be like kind of a combination of like force them where you want them. I feel like you're probably like you've ducked to a side to allow a clear shot to get a shot. My- my plan is as Rousey gauging call that I've taken the sword as he swung at me. I've gone low and I've gone for his legs. I'm trying to like hamstring the forward bastard. Okay. 
and while at the same time moving to the side to, again, allow my associate a clear shot at this son of a bitch. How much harm does your sword do? It is too hard. Wow. We are both dealing me- pretty medium damage. It's awesome. Okay. Um, he will, like, as you try to duck past him, he does get you across the face with a, a swipe of his hand. Um, it's only one harm, though. Sheriff, you get to it. Don't worry. You got this. Now, uh, am I able to, as he wheels back around, am I able to hop up on my horse and take a shot? I wouldn't say both. I feel like... Okay. I'm going to hop up on him and, like, write the course we're on. Um, and that might burn the hold one that Taylor gave me, but I, I'm not doing this on foot. I'm not good enough with the gun to do it from standing. Okay. And so I'm going to hop back up on and start, like, taking a wide berth around them to try and keep the, the other horse, the flaming horse, in my uh, in my line of sight. But I'm going to try and line so up for a shot. You, yeah, you jump up on, on the horse. So you're looking for the, the let's just start calling it a nightmare. Yeah. I think we, I've, we've all agreed that that's what it is. All right, you're trying to get your eyes on the nightmare at this point? Yeah, before I take the shot while I'm on the horse, I just want to try and see it. And then if I, if it's too far away, I'm going to shoot when I can. You get up on your horse, you don't see the nightmare, which like it's on fire. You should be able to see it. It's not like there's a ton of trees which are up here. There are some trees and stuff in the way. But it's huge. You don't you don't think it could be hiding. Mm-hmm. It glows. It, so yeah. you're, not, you're not sure what happened. It's it's just seriously gone. God damn. All right. Merch, a little help here. Coming, sir. <laughs> I'm going to just spur him forward a little bit. What are you doing now, uh, Sheriff Hayes? Well, I'm up close and personal, so we gonna try and cut off an arm or something here. I don't think this thing's truly alive anymore. It, it's it's wanting to incapacitate this. Yeah, but... it, you get the sense that it's not a living being. Yeah. So I'm gonna roll to kick some of my ass. We have a sheriff does around two. Oh, the sheriff is whooping so much ass. He got another chain. All right, what's the, what do you want to take as your? Uh, for for this one. Uh, School this poor son bitch. I'm going to suffer one last harm. Okay. All right. So you here. actually evade his attack. I then. dance around this poor son bitch. And you're going for his leg? Uh, I, well, in my description, I said his arm to try and help protect him, but if you allow me, yes, I'm going to continue with it. Play. Cut that son of bitch down to size. Yeah, I figure, like, you, you've, you've hammered a couple of times. I feel like, so, uh, you managed to, like, chop off his right leg at the knee. All right. If, Okay. And he's, he stumbles a bit, but like he kind of grabs onto you as he's stumbling. And so he doesn't swing. Yeah. Doesn't inflict harm, but he's kind of using you as a crutch right now at the moment. All right. Did you want to try to take a shot there, Deputy? Yeah, I think if, if I see he's holding himself up, I'm going to try and shoot at his other leg. Okay, great. To like stop him. So I'm going to, that's uh, another act under pressure for the gun. Um, Give me uh, kicks... Some ass, actually. This actually, yeah. Do you even kick some ass for me from this one? Okay, that's that means it could go poorly for Taylor. Oh God. Um, oh fuck. Yeah, but you going to a range today? Let me tell you. My tough is plus zero, and a two and a one give me a three. So I'm just gonna go ahead and mark my second experience. Yeah. So mark your experience. So you fire at at this thing, and you hit it. You hit it, but not like you hit it like in its upper thigh, and it's just. Like you just kind of graze it, basically, but mm-hmm. it it pulls one of its hands away from Taylor and points at you, and then a burst of flame comes like 
streaming from its hands towards you. You take two okay. harm from that. Ooh, okay. I am unstable. Like the, the flames just hit you. In that instant. I think your horse rears away and some of the terrain around you has, has caught fire at this point. Uh, Sheriff? Would, would I recognize any of that gesture before that fireball came out? So I was going to see if I could protect someone. Um, yeah, you know what? Give me a roll. It's a good... Good. If he doesn't go through it to protect someone, it's worth noting that damage would put me to the unstable, which means I have an injury that will persist, um, which as a burn would be pretty gnarly. Yeah, I feel... Yeah, like you got burned on your arm. We'll, yeah. we'll probably say it. And it was silly how this protect goes. Give me a roll. I'm just thinking I'm this close. We up close and personal. I'm rambling. Supposedly an experienced man. Rambling. Yeah, shut up. Oh, uh, no, no, you're going to take that. Uh, I rolled a four with a five. Sorry. Close. That's more experience. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I, so I feel like you try to swipe at him, swipe his hand with your sword, but he, you miss him. So you're reeling away with your horse now at this point. What what do you guys want to try to do now? Uh, I, is there any chance, like, if it got me, like, burned my arm bad enough, like, would I drop the rifle? I, I think it'd be harder for you to fire the rifle, but you, he burned your left arm, I'm going to say. Okay. So you caught on your left, you, like, kind of try to shield yourself with your left arm. And your, then I'm going to sling the down. rifle over my shoulder um, and draw my revolver. I've got a holdout pistol. It's not as good as a revolver, but it's still solid. And so I won't, I'll have to reload it. I think is the, is the implication. It's, it's not a full barrel, but I, uh, I'm going to draw that and just wheel in like a, a tight circle to try and keep my, uh, myself from being in one spot for too long. Sheriff's still uh, dancing with his poor fool, right? Yeah. So Sheriff, what do you, uh, what do you want to try to do here? The, the dead gentleman is, uh, still hanging on. He's got like his, his left arm right on your right shoulder, um, kind of dragging. But he's kind of also like propping himself up with his his left leg. So he's he's kind of stable at the moment. You just blasted him, and then he's like now he's like turned his face back towards you, uh, and is like kind of going at your face with his face. All right. Well, the sheriff will meet his face with his own face, and hoping to stun him or at least knock it back. And then he's going to try and cut off the head. Okay. Give me a snatch roll. Failing that, I got back up, sir. Sheriff kicks so much, eh? <laughs> I just rolled a 12. Oh, wow. I kick so much, eh? I, I, yeah, I, I feel like I have to have to let you kill him on that. Well, my, my not. Yeah, you, you headbutt him, he staggers backwards, and you chop his head off. No one beats up my deputy but me. The husk just, like, the, the man just falls to the ground at that point with his head. I'm going to fall out of the saddle in, in a much dramatic fashion as I am very close to dead. I got four out of seven harm and I'm just going to kind of like slump to the side be like, great swing, sir. And just kind of pass out from the pain. Sheriff is going to be lying to his poor deputy and do his best to... The gun goes off when I fall and it kills you. <laughs> <laughs> well, hell. Well, this was fun, guys. Uh, hope we get to do it again sometime. Yeah. Hell's horses. Yeah. We'll, we'll carry on in season two. <laughs> Game. <laughs> the, your, your sons show up that are like the same age as you and they're more boisterous. <laughs> no, I'm going to collapse off the side. So I, I, I guess what I have to do is be... I think that you run over to him and you help uh, bandage him up. That's uh, not going to undo it. I think it's going to get, get you 
the the aid he's getting, give you is going to be enough to get you back to town. Yeah, I'm not looking to kill someone off of this. Yeah, no, I've got three three harm left I can take, but I'm I'm one deep into unstable territory, and so I need to uh, I'll need to like seek care uh, beyond yeah. what like field medicine can do. So I was say I think if you're I'm unstable, I can do first aid to make you stable, but that's about it. Yeah, I'm gonna say I I think unstable is a weird name for it because I don't think. Am I, am I, is that like bleeding out for unstable or is that like, it, yeah, you broke it could your be bleeding out. Yeah. It could be something that's just could get worse. Okay. It could be like a bleeding wound. So I won't change anything even though I've been quote unquote stabilized. Cool. Yeah. I think you're, you're still at four harm, but you're. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so do we gather up your tiny pony, sir? Uh, are you even <laughs> awake? His pony's starting to return back to normal. It's, it's colors back and it's starting to like slowly grow. It's, sh- it's shrunk down to the size of like a great Dane. <laughs> so its saddle actually fell off. It was it shook off its saddle, and it's it's just off like eating some grass off the side right now. So we have um, to gather up your your gun and your saddle and the sheriff figure out how we tell them I got burned. <laughs> I don't think we have to tell them much. A flaming horse just ran off over the hill. We cannot people go ain't, back to them and tell them that they actually saw a flaming horse, sir. Just, is, your damn absolutely. gun blew up in the back side of your face. Fine. Now I'm gonna. Whistle Anita Rice, get her over here, uh, pick up my poor excuse of the deputy, toss him over that, and start walking back towards the barn. What's left of the barn? Making zero reference to the body that's sitting over that way. Wait, should we not, sir, should we not Listen, take a look? Boy, what was that thing? You just got your ass handed to you on a silver platter. I don't even own a silver platter. Get you back. I'd like to know what did the, the whooping, if I could. We, we'll figure that out, but for now, I need you back in one piece. Now let's get on back to the house and get you looked at. So yeah, I, all fair for one piece, but there are three pieces of. You listening to your sheriff back there? You listen to your sheriff? Shut up! I shut up! I'm I no. do not like to be contrary or obstinate, oh. sir. But if that thing looked to be, it looked to be dead before you killed it. As crazy as that sentence is, and you and I both know that there's more to. More to something like that than just leaving it lie. I don't know many things that can survive getting our heads chopped off. Now, shut up. Let's get you here before I chop off your head. Let's, Let's go. Let's at least bring the head. I'm going to walk you, back and pick it you up. You are not capable like of doing shit. I've slung you over the goddamn horse. Nah. You are not doing shit. You nah, are un- I'm going to go pick up the... Like, as soon as you wake me up, so I'm going to go, go pick Taylor's up the Let's go with You Taylor's are fine. done. Yeah, you, you are you unstable. Try, you over the horse. Yeah, you're, you're, you're done. As soon as we get over the hill, I'll like yell for the w- wiki boys, get them to come over. Be like, take the deputy inside, bandage him up, do whatever you can for him. I gotta go back. I gotta check some sheriff. Uh, Alva and uh, Jebby uh, come out and grab uh, Debbie Hobbs and bring him up to. Uh, they bring him into the living like the living room. They throw him on a couch, and Alva's. Evening, ma'am. Eve, evening, Birch. Evening, Jeb. Uh, what what happened? Oh, that uh, sunrise came a little early. <laughs> what one second? What does Taylor want? Uh, when they come to get him, sheriff's just gonna say, "I gotta go get pickle. I'll be right back." Archie's gonna actually follow you, sheriff. I'll I'll co- I'll help this time. I'm sorry, sheriff. And he starts following you as well. Archie, you stay you stay there and make sure nothing else comes up. Fine, spooks no one. Uh, Litlow can take care of his own ranch. I'll, I'm with you, Sheriff. And he, he starts following you. Archie, stay. Let's jump back to her uh, birch for a second. Let's, let's do this conversation. 
I think Taylor looks like he wanted to make Archie stay. I did do. I, I, I said, Archie, stay. I will manipulate. Do you, oh, do you want to manipulate him? I was going to say, yeah. All right. All right. Because this failure will level him up if he does fail. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm still one. I, I need two more. Oh, charm. Plus one. Good. This year, it's charm. I rolled a nine. So that's a ten. Okay. And the reason. Okay, so yeah, he won't go with you then. He'll go back and reluctantly watch the ring. The sheriff commands you. Garden the ring. Uh, Birch, what do you want to talk to Jetty about? I'm, I think, honestly, thinking about how like hurt I would be from tumbling off a horse and getting burned like this, I think I'm just saying nonsense at this point. Yeah. Like, I'm the conscious part of my brain is trying to deflect from what happened, not like out of shock, but to like keep them secret. Backstory time. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, no, there, there's no need that the worst things happen every day in the excavation. There's nothing. <clears throat> Oh, this will just need a little bit of... Jebby, do you know if there's any... Uh, I guess I should be asking the lady of the house, Miss Alva, is there any uh, oh, is there any whiskey floating around? I think I, I'll be fine. I can help the sheriff if you just get me a quick little drop. There's actually like a small bar in the living room that uh, Jebby runs over to and yeah. someone starts giving you something. Uh, Alva's starting to bandage up your arm for you. And, I'm going to be uh, fussy. She's just kind of flabbergasted. Fussy. Like, I'm trying to not let her do that. And I'm just going to care as a... No, uh, like most things, I think Mr. Glave will I'll take care of this on his own. I don't think I need any any conventional medicine, ma'am. I'm just gonna be just fine. And kind of like shul- like kind of try to shrug her off, but not be able to. Yeah, and then with Jebby's well kind of hold starting to hold you down at this point too, because they're realizing you're not like in the right mind. So he's holding you down while she starts managing up your arm for you. I'm picturing I got a concussion coming off that thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna take as long as he keeps pouring it as she's bandaging through wincing, I'm just going to keep taking like shots of whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Uh, Sheriff Hayes. Go investigate. Let's investigate a mystery. Go investigate that body. See what we can find out. All right. Sharpest. What we got? Ooh, 13. Open 11. Jeez. Hell yeah. I'm killing it. The sheriff's on fire tonight. Not literally. It's the deputy's job. <laughs> so yeah. So you get hold two. So, what kind of questions are you, are you asking me? Well, is this limited to right here? It's kind of limited to, like, what you can learn from is here. All right. What's right there currently and, like, the scene that led to it since you witnessed it, I imagine. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I, I think the question I'll be asking, what's, what sort of creature is have I chopped up? What, what about it do uh- I know? It seems like it's a dead man of some sort uh, who's been dead for a, probably a few years. Does, like the skin is dried out. As I said, the eyes are gone. A lot of the teeth have fallen out. It's, it's just a, a dead man. And it looked like he was some sort of cowboy, possibly based off his clothes, but they're, they're pretty decayed and dirty. Part of that question Am I able to identify any distinguishing mark? Like any. Just being distinct about his clothing, or maybe he's got a gold tooth in a certain spot. He does have like a, a rusty belt buckle that still uh, shows a design. It's like a buffalo head on the belt buckle. And I'm also going to give you the rifle, too. You managed to find the rifle. It's pretty dirty. Its stock is actually filled with dirt. That's why nothing came out of it when he fired. It's not loaded. But him being dead, he didn't. He's just working off muscle memory. But the stock, the wooden stock, 
is is a very good carving of like a deer is done into the wooden stock of this this rifle that sugar anything for me i mean there's not a lot of people around here that do really fine woodworking you guys only know one person that really works with wood <laughs> lady alpha Cut that out. Cut that out. That <laughs> no, no, thing. no. That's nice. A gentleman would never speak of, of You a, are out of your mind right, right now. You will say all kinds of stuff. They hear me like responding to it like he's really concussed. <laughs> <laughs> so with that said, do I know that Thurston's that good with hands? Yeah, you know, Thurston's done some nice stuff out there. He's done a couple of things for the church in town. All right. Uh, you think that he could have done this. So. All right. So. As a technical question about the gang, is that one question now that I've got, or two? I think you have one left. Yeah, you had two, yeah. I still have one? Okay. I had two? Okay. just wanted to know if mm. my two questions were my two questions, or was that just all part and parcel? Can you wish for more questions? No, no. I've got one more question. i, I got one more question, I, too. I didn't know if that was a part of what sort of creature is. Is that what we were inferring? No, no, no. I think that... You... I still have another question. Yeah, I think everything I included is that under that first question, and one more. Uh, clarifications yeah. don't. I was going to say clarifications don't chew out your your hold numbers. I just don't know. And just so you understand. Uh, I think that's all. I'm- so dig deep when you can. <laughs> so I was just trying to do it. <laughs> ah. Looking for that clear gold. I don't think. I have a whole bit ready. Don't you worry <laughs> when we get back to the, the saloon. I don't know if I would be able to get anything else from the body or not. And I get the, the, the only other thing that'd be asked about the nightmare and where did it go? Oh, is one of the questions what happened here? Is that one of the investigative mystery questions? Uh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, could you spin that in any vague way to like get shit out of Eric? I can try. Hold on. Okay. Hold. On. Give me. Give me a minute. The sheriff is just staring at the body, pondering his uh, circumstances. Do you want me to stall for you? No. That's okay. I got this. All right. Okay. It. it <laughs> Question going to be what happened here is like, do I see dirt on the body? Do I see any kind of carvings into the body itself, like some sort of runes or magical circles, some sort of maybe somewhere on the skull or on the chest area? No, actually, you, you look over the body quite well, and like it's, it appears that it's come from a grave um, of some sort. Um, the only weird thing about it is uh, like it was burned by the fire that it spewed from its own hand. So that hand's like a bit charred. That's the only weird thing about the body. Otherwise, the body like looks like a a corpse. Like you wouldn't like if you if you didn't know better, you would think that this has been dead for five years. No, like and not walking around. Like it doesn't look weird at all. It's not kicking her ass. Not not not. No blood. No blood came out when you chopped its head off. It was dry husk. Now you said from grave. Can I it's freshly from the grave? Or is it, has he been talking her about for a little while? Uh, I don't think you'd be able to tell. I don't know. I, it's got dirt on it. Like, gun is clogged with fresh grave dirt. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, yeah, you know, if you knock the, some of the dirt out of the gun, yeah, it looks kind of fresh, freshish. Like, it's not like sun baked or anything. All right. So, so maybe it's fairly, fairly new to being exhumed. So at this point, the sheriff is going to uh, obviously take back Dead Man's rifle. He's going to try and recover his own revolver for deputy's rifle. Yeah, you'll you'll be able to get all that stuff. You get the horses, uh, grab the belt buckle as well. Yes, I'm going to uh-huh. take that all back, but I'm going to hide the belt buckle for now, and the stock I'm going to make sure is kept on the wraps. I don't want 
I'm sure you could have like a blanket or something you could wrap around the rifle and hide it among your own belongings. I'm sure you can smart keep that secret as well. Good call. Yeah, yeah I like I like that. That's a good idea. All right, so I'm gonna no need for Litlow to know everything. No, no need for many people to know much. I'm gonna mosey my way back. Will the two of you indulge me in one of my favorite things about cowboy culture? Yes. No. There is a long and storied history of cowboy poetry that I would like to bastardize in this moment. And so they're they're still bandaging me up and like kind of keeping an eye on me. And I think, I imagine Jeb knows enough to like keep me upright. He sees like the cross look in my eyes and like, it's not shock from the burn. It's, it's like I knocked my head when I tumbled. I'm going to like look at him with kind of like this dizzy look from the liquor and from the, the concussion and then look over at Lady Alva and be like, Miss Litlow, are, are you familiar with the fact that most... Most of us horse riding folk are uh, prone to prone to working on prose. <laughs> we have such long times in the saddles. I bet you both Archie and Jeb could uh, could uh, charm charm you right to right to tears with with some of the stuff their brains probably come up with. You, you write anything, Jeb? You, I know I know you and your brother spend a lot of time out and about. Probably you probably got a whole notebook. I know you're. I know you can read and write much better than Archie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Birch. I mean, we. I write down a couple of things, but most of it's not polite conversation for the lady here. <laughs> Gets kind of lonely on the range. Ah, see, that's that's the thing, isn't it? And then his face is gonna like sharpen a bit and get like completely serious, although the fo- eyes aren't completely focused. He goes, y- "You see, you you are aware that you are unaware. There's." There's time passing. You can feel it. Both a minute and an age. And you climb a clear golden ladder woven strong from somehow glowing threads. Higher, higher, higher. And he kind of like jolts a little bit like he was dozing off. Higher and away from all these treads. Higher, higher above no one's heads. He's like, dozing again and they kind of like jolts up that it, it, it doesn't matter <laughs> to you when you started rising never does but you and then he points at alva can't imagine the top yeah you you and he points back to jim cannot see the bottom and you do not want to stop and you awake and i was just looking at the room to what you left below or it may be that you don't fall to earth like lightning or rise forever like dispersing smoke and then he's gonna pass out <laughs> he's so fucking hurt yeah and he's drunk too <laughs> <laughs> so sheriff when you're coming back down you see that litlow and the witwicky brothers are are talking in a circle um, it seems actually like they're arguing for a second. As you approach closer, both Witwicky boys walk away in a huff and they get on their horses and they take two of the horses and uh, they start riding away because they, they haven't noticed you're coming back yet. So they start riding away with two of the horses. Uh, so Litlow's just kind of there yelling at them to come back. Now, what the hell's been going on back here? Uh, those Witwicky boys are... Just more trouble than they're worth. Uh, nah, I'm, I I had to fire them. Uh, fire them. I, I yeah, sheriff. What's what's going on? Who did you find? Who has been doing this to my to my farm? 
No, sir, unfortunately, he seemed to have gotten away. Poor deputy there. Doesn't know how to clean his gun properly. Backfired in his forehead. You're more useless than others on the bull. Now, listen. What do you, what do you even do if you can't figure out what's, what's going on here? Oh, and he starts storming away from you. <laughs> I'm not here. I don't know why you're reacting to what's happening in my video. No, I'm my not, not, not you. I'm, I'm trying just... to formulate what the sheriff would do at this point. And I'm, I'm torn because I don't, I think the sheriff is insulted, but at the same time, oh, yeah. I, he should be. He is, but I think he's going to swallow it because normal folk don't see what happened out in the hills. Yeah. That, that's not for. <laughs> Little or anyone else to know. That's that's why I kept Archie here. Because so yes, the sheriff's angry, but you. No, I think that's I think that's the appropriate response here. I feel like gonna bite uh, it. Down. I, think, I really like your decision there. I feel like it's really what like um, I'm upset. Okay, I want to say you know something. That would do. Yep. You know what I mean? Like like I think it's very good for you guys trying to keep the secret of supernatural, the terrible things that go on. Like uh, but like I'm biting at the bit. Like I punch him. I want to punch. Mr. Litlow in the face, but I'm not. For being an ingrate to all the things you protect the world from. Correct. This poor old man swinging his sword and protecting dumbass ranchers and shit. Anyways. So, um. Breathe. I, I don't. Do you want to question Alva at all? Like, come in and check on Birch and but, do you want to question Alva at all? Or do we want to, like, kind of get to the next scene? Uh, I think I'm, I'm fine with fast forwarding to the next scene just because the deputy's down and out for. The night. Yeah. I don't want to, I'm not going to go out on my own as much as I just did there, but I figured the danger had passed. Got to make sure my boy's okay. So Alva makes a bed up for you in the same living room that Birch has passed out on. They don't have a guest room in their place, it's, but she makes up like a, I mean, brings you some, like an extra bill, pillow, an extra blanket. Sheriff sleeps in the sale, so. There's a fireplace, so you guys can stay warm. The next morning. Just. Yeah, sorry. Sheriff's going to sleep rather lightly. Every couple hours, he's actually going to get up and just kind of go outside, walk around a bit, just doing a quick once about coming back in. Drinking some Sanka. Yeah. And when I come back in, I'm going to check on Birch, make sure he's not fussing or stressing. He seems like he's getting better. So we're going to, you're going to be now stable, uh, Birch, and we're going to take away one of your harm. So I am at the edge of unstable, which I think is perfect because I'm hungover. Burned and like getting over a minor concussion. Yeah. So, I mean, if you take it easy for the rest of the day, we might be able to knock another harm off as well. It depends on what, if we go back to town, stuff like that. So, um, morning arrives, Alva puts together like a really quick breakfast. It's, she apologizes. It's not anything more extravagant, but she, uh, her and, um, Litlow have decided that they're going to head back to town. They don't feel like it's safe here anymore. They're going to go stay at their general store, uh, for the moment. So, Birch, I think you're, I think you're awake at this point. Uh, do you guys want to do anything? Uh, before they leave, uh, Birch kind of like threw his hands without really lifting his head says, if we're going to be looking into what's going on here, do you mind if we stay in the house? Uh, Litlow says, like, don't go rummaging around my office uh, if you have to, if you have to. And then he kind of just, again, storms away. He's kind of fed up with you guys. Um, Birch, you Mr. Litlow, the job done. we're not in his good graces right now. Uh, yeah. Request. I'm gonna mm-hmm. bet before they leave too. I'm gonna stop Alva at some point, like while she's apologizing for the breakfast. Be like, "Ma'am, this is this is finer eating than the sheriff and I get most days. Don't you worry. There's you insulting my cooking, boy. I'm insulting your cooking, sir. <laughs> and like laugh weakly. And I'm gonna look at her like really serious and say, 
If you see the sun at night, again, you grab Mr. Litlow and you grab as many people as you can. You get them out of whatever buildings they're in. You get them to, to town square and you you just you just keep safe, all right? Yes, yes, deputy. Thank God bless you. God bless, ma'am. Uh, and so the Litlows pack whatever few belongings they have onto the few horses they have left and start to head to town. All right. I think I think the two of us would wait a bit, see them all relatively safely, and I'm going to turn to Birch like, we're going to go to my house. We gotta. Are we not going to go any... We'll be back. Are we not going to scout out and try and find this horse, this, this nightmare thing? We'll be back, but we got to make a stop. We got to prepare ourselves accordingly for what we're going to go out and do. Maybe you got a book on this thing. Who knows? My book might have something to help heal you up a little more. Who knows? But we ain't going to find it in this house. Come on. They do have a bar, but point taken, sir. And I'm going to follow him outside and hop on the horse as gingerly as I can. I'm going to help you <laughs> get your poor ass on this. <laughs> okay, you guys head back to... Let's just jump right to the sheriff's house. So it's an uneventful horse ride back. Get the coconuts out. The reason I want to do that is... At my haven, which is my house, mm-hmm. I have lore library. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, I did not take an infirmary because I didn't think you'd get your ass kicked so thoroughly by yourself. I didn't think it was going to shoot <laughs> fucking fire in the zombie hand. <laughs> I back your decision. Uh, I wish I had taken an infirmary now. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, son of a bitch. Oh, no. Yeah, so while we're here, you're going to be resting up for the most part, and I'm going to hit the books. So While he does that, since I'm harmed and my left hand is shot, would I be able to, from like whatever the sheriff has lying around, uh, maybe leave my hunting rifle and take a, a some sort of one-handed gun or like a knife or something? I don't carry a knife. I'm sure you'd have a pistol. Like like, like so, someone would have a pistol. I've got a pistol, but it would be a reload each shot. I don't have a revolver. Oh, is it a one shot? It. I, I realize it doesn't make super huge amount of sense. I you would have a, you would have a revolver. I think. I think you'd have a six shot. The trouble is shot. that the revolver is the um, it's a main weapon, a normal weapon, and a, the holdout pistol is one of my secondary weapons. No, but we're playing crazy wild west rules, so you have a revolver. Okay, I, you would have a revolver. Okay, then I'm gonna stock up on some extra revolver bullets and keep the rifle just in case, but. Just make sure I'm ready because I'm not, I don't think I'm shooting at any, anything moving for a while. Yeah. I mean, I think those rules are, are fine for normal adventures that take place in the modern world. Mm-hmm. It's like how many guns is a person going to have? But like we're in the wild west. I assume you guys have a, a rifle or a shotgun. And like if you have your horse, I'm assuming you definitely have that stuff and you definitely have a pistol on your hip. Like oh. there's no way you can be a, sher- a sheriff and a deputy without a pistol on your hip. Uh, Sheriff. You think I could, uh, you got a shotgun lying around, something I can, I can stabilize on, on my forearm? Yeah, just, uh, if you go around back, watch the stack of books, uh, see any coffee lines out, just, uh, just dump it. But yeah, if you go around back, uh, past, past that old coop there, you'll, you'll find a hole, whatever you're looking for. Okay. At your discretion, because the shotgun is three harm, but close range, and the hunter apple's two, but far, uh, far range. Do you want yeah, me to I, take you one? You guys and leave are well healed. I think that, like, I'm okay with, Mixing and matching with this stuff. Okay. Then I will, for now, leave my hunting rifle in like a a nice tidy spot um, and pick up the shotgun and grab a couple bullets. Great. So So you're you're doing research. You're looking through your books. Uh, Did you tell? Did you share the rifle and the everything with? um, uh, I presume as we are making my 
the way to my house. I presume it's going to yeah. be a number of hours, at least from one side to another, because I'm I'm out there. Don't forget. I presume I would, I would fill like in to, the deputy. Well, he does the reading. Um, is there any way I could? You said we know one person who works with wood. It's your friend. Yeah, Thurston. 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 Okay, perfect. I was I was going to make sure I didn't mishear that. I think while he looks at that. I am going to wrap the rifle up in a blanket and go looking for Thurston. You're bringing the, the belt buckle with you as well, right? Or do you want me to bring him here, Sheriff? Do you think if Thurston could take a look at this, maybe let us know some more about this carving? I think you should maybe question about it. I don't know if you should confront him alone with the rifle in hand. I'll, you know what? I'll go, I'll go over to the saloon with the intention of uh, settling out his bill, ask him some questions, see where he's at. And um, <clears throat> if... Uh, I'll bring I'll bring back some uh, some lunch. Still don't like my cooking, huh? You're gonna be busy <laughs> with the books. No need to no need to interrupt that. Get your ass out. He's cooking a rush. <laughs> Nothing wrong with beans, um, boy. What is the saloon called, guys? Oh shit, that's a good one. Uh, I don't know. Do you think about it? I have an affinity. I love the name. I used it for an inn in D and D, and I'm happy to give it over because it fits with the Western setting. The kettled crook, because anything. Yeah. You can cook over a fire, can be cooked in a kettle. And if someone steals something, you verb them with the kettle. You throw the kettle at them. So the kettled crook? Yeah, I like that a lot. Proprietor is? Ned. Uh, I have a thing that I should open up for names. I made my own name generator for this. Perfect. I told you guys. You didn't. But, That's um, awesome. I found I found like a list of like people from the Wild West, like just regular people's names. And like I, was, I like cobbled it together into like a, my own personal name generator. That's awesome. That's awesome. So who, man or woman, name, details, runs the saloon? Let's get the name and go from there. I kind of want it to be an older woman. Like, That's what I was thinking Hard too, as like, nails, takes no shit from no I also one. the idea that if it's a man's name, for it to be an older woman, who's just like, got a man's name and we can explore that. Just tough as nails. Oh, yeah. I want her to be able to take anyone that tries to start and she don't need no bouncer. She is the bouncer. Do you have any ideas on... Gertrude. Gertrude? Yeah, Gert. I like Gert. Gert. Gertie. Yeah. I like <laughs> it's Gert on the on the the land lease. Boomhauser. On the, on the Gertrude Boomhauser. No. No. How about Lundberg? Okay. Gretchen Lundberg. Lundberg. Yeah. Gretchen Lund with an N. Yeah. Lundberg. All right. So I'm gonna go while you read up. I'm gonna go settle up the 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 money I owe to Gretchen for. Uh, for Thurston's stay, and Thurston is a woodworker. I'm going to add that to my notes while I'm thinking about it. As you enter the saloon, Gertie calls out to you, Deputy. Deputy, what did you do to your arm? Uh, did the sheriff tell me that he's lying about it being my gun backfiring? I did. I would have filled you okay. in on what happened and what actually happened. That, uh, that old rifle I've been slinging around, it, it, and this works because I'm not carrying the rifle anymore, that old rifle I've been carrying around finally kicked back. Um, knocked me clean off pickle. Um, I'm 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 here to settle up. I, I sent uh, I sent Thurston your way. Make it here yesterday. Uh, he he did. He's been pretty responsible actually uh, with his spending. If it was his own money, I think it would have would spent a lot more. But he's he's being a good boy right now. Actually, that is excellent news. I'm I'm glad he's. Uh, we give him a lot of crap. I know, but thanks, Gertie. I'm gonna. Where is he? Still up in his room? Is he? Looking around the saloon. Oh, uh, he's actually just out in the corner, uh, 
just having a drink. You actually see him. He's got his back to you. He's yeah. Can I picture with the morning sun? I'm just squinting at everything. Yeah, it's got like a small bottle in front of him. It's almost polished off, and he's just kind of like slunched over. I'm going to sit down across from him and be like, "Morning, Thurston." Oh, a deputy. Whoa, your arm. Yeah, I put it up on the table. I'm picturing this bird going from like top of the hands to like the inner bicep and then up the neck. Yeah. Just like I, as I let go of the rifle, it went. I like feel like you just kind of like tried to shield yourself and you turned and you just caught all of that. Oh, yeah. I'm picturing so even worse. Like I, I reached forward because I was holding the rifle. And so it like caught the back of my hand. And as I flinched, it rolled over to like my oh, forearm okay, okay. and like that. my neck. So it's just like there's yeah. no comfortable way to like put my arm. So I just kind of like slump it forearm up on the uh, on the, the table. And my neck is kind of at a weird angle to keep the skin from like crackling. Yeah, I like that a lot. And it's still bandaged, so it doesn't look it, – it just looks like pads with, like, wrapping so they can't see that it's mm-hmm. a flame burn and not, like, a, a shrapnel thing. And I go, uh, old rifle, which actually is kind of why I'm, I'm I'm here to chat with you. Obviously, wanted to touch base. Want to make sure you're doing okay after all the trouble you went through yesterday. And um, <clears throat> I would like to know if you carve – wood for handles on for for stocks on rifles uh, and i would like to roll this as a as one of my net friends okay cool he's not from the cult but i figure if i can roll charm he can be incredibly helpful here yeah sure okay so i'm going to use my my net friends so if i get a 10 plus it happens but um go oh, i got a 10 exactly nine plus one on charm um and so they're available and helpful. They can fix something, break a code, uh, hack a horse, um, hack a computer, or get me some special information. Is the thing I'm thinking of. I saw on the on the the Litlow farm one of the one of the guns they had lying around had like this really ornate pattern to it, and I was thinking if I'm gonna have to get a new gun anyways, might as well get it done well. Do you do you do something like that? Well, I mean, I, I haven't done it for a few years, uh, Deputy. Honestly, it just kind of reminds me of the life that I used to have. I've I w- I'd love to get back into that that work, and I mean, if you if you got a rifle for me to, to work on, I would be gladly to do it. I, I haven't done. You said you saw it at the Litlow Farm. I, I'm I had a bit of a day yesterday, and so I might have just been imagining things. But um, if I did see something like that, it wouldn't have been your handiwork then, right? It would be not not at the Litlow Farm. I I never did any work like that for Litlow. I I've only been working on his farm for a few years, and I I wouldn't. He would never pay for something fancy is what i usually do I, kind of what tell, tell me what you do any uh anything in the family of serve day the uh the the deer and the, and the moose and things like that oh i love i love doing the deer they're they're actually one of my favorites i've, I've done a bunch of those i think i might want to do that i oh first thing i ever hunted was a buck and so that might be give me better luck than the one i was using before one of the old yeah like we can talk about i mean i owe you so I, we can talk about a really fair price for for me carving up a handle for you once i'm once i'm up and kicking we'll get that done that's awesome um then and anyone else in the area do it like you do you used to did you work under somebody any uh did no, you apprentice? I, I mean i learned it before before i came out here uh back in back on the other side of the river you know the old life i'm the only one in the, the territory as far as i know that's does stuff like that well, it's very so you lucky. Saw, you saw some in Little Farm? I hit my I head. I wish I could take an eye on it. I like to see other people's handiwork. You know, you learn stuff from seeing other people's work. I have to I have to confirm with the sheriff what actually went down. I took a pretty hard tumble when I when I backfired. Yeah, you don't you don't look good, Perch. 
I'm also Do you help you back to the sheriff's. No, I, I, I'll be okay. I've, you finish up your 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 meal. I'm gonna just grab a bit of food for the two of us to take it on over. And if he if 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 he saw it too, maybe I can have you take a look at it at some point. I I just feel like I saw something again. I was seeing stars, so it could have been just my own my own rifle butt. But it just got me thinking, and I figured I know a guy who uh, who I can trust who can work wood. And so came and saw you. Just want to make sure you're doing well and uh, and. Uh, let you know you're you're still on my tab for the next. Let, let, let's see how you're feeling tomorrow. How I'm feeling tomorrow, and I'm gonna. Sh- well, honestly, honestly, deputy, I I think I'm gonna be grabbing the stagecoach out this afternoon. I I gotta get out of here. Can I can I oh, ask you to stay at least until we know a little bit more? I I'm and I'm gonna look at him dead in the eyes and go like, I know you didn't do anything wrong here, and um, uh, manipulate me. Yeah. Oh, okay, charm, good. I end up with a 10 and I'm going to say to him, I'm going to say, I know that you feel like you're under the gun right now, but I'm going to like look around like a little sketchy and then look at him and like pull the bandage off my wrist a bit. So it's like, you can see that it's like a burn and I'm going to go, my rifle did not backfire, friend. <laughs> you saw the horse. I think the sheriff now have been ref- did the, did the, he looks around make sure like no one's listening. Did the horse do that to you, deputy? Now, I don't want to go into too much detail. Uh, like I said, I, I don't remember most of what happened, but if you hang around, the sheriff and I could definitely use your eyes and your know-how on some stuff. If you would just do me the honor of playing host, courtesy of, of Gretchen over here at, at the fine kettled crook. And I kind of say it to everyone, and I imagine a couple people in the bar kind of like, oh, hey. um, could, uh, could you hang around until we, just for a couple days? <laughs> All right. Uh- all right, for you, for you, deputy. I mean, other than old Gary over there, you're the only one in this town that shows me any kindness. So. I'm gonna stand up and with my good hand, just like get him on the shoulder as I'm walking away, and just say, "Much obliged, Thurston. I will. Uh, I'll come looking for you later today or tomorrow." And I'm gonna leave and head back to our reader. Yeah, Gertie already has some sandwiches ready for you. She knew you'd want some takeouts. So hell yeah, it's on your tab there. Deputy. Oh, I settle it out then. Okay, great. The stuff I owe for him and, and the sandwiches, and then it's clean when he yeah, spends like, a couple days. It's like a dollar fifty that you have to pay her. I flick her a modern loony. <laughs> if only, right? Damn. All right. So how is your how's your lore library work there? Um Sheriff? I was gonna ask you about that. So Corn just handed in a piece of paper. When I hit the books, take a plus one forward to investigate the mystery. Okay. As long as historical or reference works are appropriate. Yeah, give me a roll. I'm sure you'd have a book about this. I so I don't think I don't think he rolls on this. I think he carries forward a plus one on I, the next thing I think, he's like investigating that he thinks is relevant. I, oh, I think okay. I get. Yeah, that sounds. That's right. what my books do. It's what my library so does. If we're looking into this like flaming horse, he gets a plus one on everything about it. Well, to your discretion, that he could have possibly mm-hmm. read up on. So like any like I imagine like. I was thinking Dulahan. I was thinking like headless horseman, but obviously that's not it. And so like he finds stories of kind of this weird horse and this rider, and he can reference them whether they're accurate or not. I guess. Yeah, I th- yeah, right. I think it's the next time you use your investigative mystery role. Yeah, on the topic. I don't think it could be used for something that's mm-hmm. not applicable if he has to like pick yeah. a topic. But that's uh, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I like that because that plus one could get you a thirteen, which is a whole three on an investigative mystery. Nuts. But there's time. Also, look at like look at my mystical library. If you're casting like a big spell, 
I don't think then I, that's when you I, use it. I think any big spell that Sheriff would try to use would have to be like done in his haven. He's got to have like a oh, yeah. big circle drawn up, and he's got to have all kinds of points. I'm just talking about. Oh, That's what um oh is the mechanic for that called? It's got such a great name. Is it is it big magic? Big magic. Use big magic. Big magic. Yeah. That's for big magic that would be something like that. This would just be like a little incantation I did attempted to do while we were sh- trying to chase down nightmare. Mm-hmm. So just a little kind of mutter under my breath, a few fancy words gesture or something. I actually think uh this would mostly be aimed at doing some sort of healing spell for when the deputy back and try to pair something for him because he's banged up real bad. Yeah. Yeah. Let's try that. Let's try to do like a, a healing spell then. Okay. I come back with the sandwiches and I insist, Sheriff, I insist if you're looking to, I'm not going to fight you if you're going to try and do. Well, I might, that, I might kill you. You never know. <laughs> first. I need your head on your shoulders if you're going to be doing, and I get like hushed, if you're going to be doing magic on me. <clears throat> All right. Give me that there sandwich. Is that from Gertie? You know it's from Gertie. Where else would I have gotten a sandwich from, Sheriff? Oh, she always treats me right. She got a special place <laughs> in my heart. Oh, yeah. We did it all with Gertie. <laughs> I feel like it'd be like a corned beef sandwich with, like, pickles. Yeah. Amazing. And, like, some German mustard. I think that's what Gertie would make. Yeah. Like, like fresh rye bread she probably made. Rye bread. Gertie doesn't fuck around. I, don't, I miss rye bread. Oh. Yeah. Was it Gretchen or Gertrude? I said Gretchen, but you guys are going with Gertrude. That's fine. I think I th- I have Gretchen written, but Gretchen shortened to Gertie is pretty good too. Gertie, yeah, I think it's like, yeah, in the same wheelhouse. Yeah, it's like I think it's probably like a nickname that stuck with her, and she didn't like yeah. make it herself. It's like Gretchen doesn't short to to Gertie. What the fuck, guys? Yeah. But she just lets it roll. It is now Gert sounds like more of a man's name, so it could go with like the the land ownership fun thing. Yeah, and so you are going to try and use healing magic on me. Uh, use now, magic. Give me a roll. I, I don't want to shoot ourselves in the foot here, but because there are two of us, there's an argument to be made that this could be with higher risks using big magic if you make me help. If that's within the expert's like ability to do with the, the library you have. Well, like, the mystical library only says for use magic. It doesn't say big magic. Okay. I then, can, yeah, perfect. I can try to then, do a big magic, but no, I won't get the no. bonus from the library. Yeah, no, if the bonus, I need the bonus. I need to know that you are at least not going to burn my arm the rest of the way off. Well, I can't make that promise. I can still fuck it up. You can still fuck it up. No, but in, in terms of big magic, I, I don't think the sheriff is going to be a, a high practitioner, so to speak. And I think the only place you would ever... I, ideally, if we're going to do big magic, it's to be for, like, a big mystery. Yeah. Not just, like, their, you know, our first one, like... I'm not gonna let you do big magic just to heal him. No, no, no. But I mean, like uh, the only time, yes, yeah, only for really big things. But he would only ever do it in reactive. That's one of the things I took, and that's like a totally secured room. If I get in it, I figure well, it, dep- it depends on the situation. Like we'll we'll play it by ear. I'm sure. Like if you're, I'm gonna allow you to take advantage of your mystic library. I'm not gonna like. No, yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. Take that away from you. So, um, but big magic is separate from use magic, from what I see. Yeah, but I think. Your mystical library will help you with big magic. I think it'll be like because you have it, I'm gonna let you do some big magic stuff eventually. Um, I think once something really cool needs to happen. Well, see that that's that's a different thing in this though. There's magical laboratory. I know, I know, but okay, we can do whatever we want. But I figured even if I was doing it, it still says it takes days or weeks to research said ritual. 
Yeah. yeah. I think you would only perform that either I have a magical lab for a time or inside the Yeah. That's where he would prepare to do any kind of big yeah. anything. No, big magic was scary. All kinds of help. Oh, you need people to help with it. Look at this. It depends. It depends. Like I get a, we will talk. Like if you, if we end up doing a big spell, me and you will sit down and talk about what we think it's going to look like. I, I don't, my mind, he is, he knows of big magic. He does not practice big magic unless it's like an extreme like, situation. I know that's what we need. Like we might, we might push you there, which is really exciting. Which, which nothing's worse than doing it unprepared, which is so fantastic. Which I think maybe in his past he dabbled in it, and that's why he's very, very wary of. All right, let's see the magic roll. All right, you sit your ass down on their chair. Let's see what I can do. I, Liam, want to keep the scar, but if he does really well, I won't take that. I don't think I'm going to be able to. Because he's not a magic. Yeah, this will just will be back to it will get you back again. to work. It's not going to be pretty. You you're keeping a scar, no matter how well this goes. It is worth noting I am sitting at three harm right now. If that affects Eric's like playing of your role, <laughs> so thanks to my beautiful mystical library, I had a plus one moving forward, which I, I still want to say plus one. So you spend the time in the so when it's when you do a hold plus a number, that means that you get like. It's like how when you maneuvered the guy, I got a plus one if I shot at him because you've given me some sort of advantage. The books give you an advantage to the next time you do this magic. So you're going to use magic to try and heal me with this plus one from reading up on saves. What? Taylor just tipped his webcam down at a 12. Yeah. Well, an 11 plus one. 11 plus one, but we'll take it. So the keeper will offer you some... Zero. Oh, okay. Keeper offers me an added benefit. I think... Coupled with your day of rest, we're going to heal Liam completely. Okay. But again, you keep the scar. Yeah. Like you're You rolled a twelve. Yeah. I mean it's supposed to be twelve. Like it's supposed to be two harm based, like probably two harm. It sounds off of it. Three harm is a great boost to that. I I think also coupled with your day of rest and the fact that the magic So so you probably got one from the rest. You get one from me succeeding, and then you're getting that third because killed. All right, I'm going to take off the bandages and like look at it and be like, all right, we're going to have to wrap me up again if I'm going back out into town. Well, and I'm going to fill you in on Thurston. Oh, I was going to say, he acted out a little bit. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. So he's going to get you in the chair. We're going to undone the bandages and you're going you're gonna to see me just kind of go quiet. And you don't hear me, but my lips are moving. I, I have like a hand out, praise Jesus, you are healed kind of thing. And I like concentrating hard. Like, you don't normally see me like uh, that jackass. Not demonic, but the sheriff is confident. You you don't see him often like brows furrowed and he's sweating while he's doing this. He's he's just mumbling silently for like five minutes. And then and, and then at the end of it you just kinda see this blue, almost black glow kinda emanate from the end of his hand. And then he has to just kinda like rock back on his hand, like on onto his butt. He was kneeling in front of you, and he's just like handing out a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and at, scratching at it, like as that light heals you, like it itches. Like it's not just it like you're like crazy. It itches because it's yeah. not like I magically healed you. I just sped up your healing to the point. It, 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 it you got ants crawling on you. It is not pleasant. And I imagine it hurts like crazy while it happens too. Just like a grip my teeth, and then 
I kind of like scratch it in my arm, grab you the, the other half of the sandwich you didn't eat. I'm just looking at Will. Well, Birch, it'll work. But I sure as hell, your mug did not get any prettier. Oh, <laughs> and I can, I like feel at the like the smooth kind of scarry skin on the neck and the the arm. I'm just like that is. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't working with much anyways, sir. <laughs> uh, much obliged, although, oh, do not. I'm just gonna aim to not get hurt real bad again because I do not enjoy this mystical nonsense happening so often. <laughs> Alright, now what'd you find out in town? So it turns out, only person in the area who would have carved anything with deer on it, and notably a few years back, lining up with the fact that this rifle looks to be old and that fellow looked to be a few years dead, Thurston probably carved this rifle. You asked who we carved him for? Now, I did not ask him that. I figured I wanted to, I kept it, I kept it vague because I did not want him to know that we had something that possibly he knew of without checking with you. I just made sure that he's the right person to ask so we don't waste any time because we got, I imagine, until sundown before that rider might come back. Well, the horse, at least. Uh, that rider's not going anywhere. anywhere. Nope. I kind of like grabbing at my temples because I'm still hungover, but I feel a bit better after all that. And I go, I'm not convinced. Did you bring his head? Did you do anything? To stop this undead man from stitching back together? I don't know of anything that can sell back together. Now, I don't know. There's, there's, there is a definite cyclical pattern. Two nights in a row, this thing shows up. Thurston doesn't remember seeing a man on it, but he's on board to answer more questions if you got him. If, if the horse comes back again, what's to say it doesn't come back with the rider? It's already undead. Unless that horse knows how to sew. It ain't going back. Now you're right. We gotta go ask Thurston some more questions. You can cauterize wounds, Sheriff. You think a horse gonna be able to pick up any damn piece of that thing? It's in pieces. I'm not gonna pretend to know anything about what this horse can do. That thing is a nightmare. There's a nightmare walking around. (laughs) I still don't see no damn hands on Quit worrying about that rider. They could get a different rider. I need hands that can shoot magical fire. <laughs> Talking about the damn thing that shot you, not the damn nightmare. Now let's go talk Thurston again. Yeah, some more questions. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand you the rifle, the one that he carved. I'm gonna say, I need to sit for a bit. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna get all bandaged back up just to go talk to Thurston again. I think you should go talk to him. Um. I may have lied a little bit about maybe maybe seeing a rifle like this, but again, I kept it vague. So be as blunt as you'd like. He's being he's being good. I convinced him to stay in town for a few days until we can figure this out. I think he might be a little more honest if if you're. I think now is the time to put the spurs to him. Get as much detail as you can, and I don't want to be there to cushion anything. Don't worry, I'm gonna give him the spurs. You rest up now, and I'll be back. And I'm going to say to account for like the quote unquote day of rest you're saying, I'm going to stay here to like let the healing finish. So the sheriff is going to be hanging out to find Thurston. Yeah. And you're staying to get rested up. Yeah. I'm going to say, you say I get a day of rest plus the healing is going to heal me all the way up. I'm going to take the rest of the day until we leave town or the sheriff comes to me with something else to do. And I'm going to, I'm just going to rest. I think mostly out of like discomfort. The healing feels weird. And he's not like, like he's got this distaste towards magical things and, and and the like religion end of things, so he's just kind of like uncomfortable today. Eric's reading; that's never good. 
Yeah, I was looking looking at something. Um, just trying to think about how I want this next beat to happen. Do you want to play the scene and then decide after? Yeah, let's do that. Let's just do the Thurston scene. So you try to track him down at the saloon, but he wasn't there. He's actually he just stopping by the. You see him as he's like just exiting the cigar shop. He's just picked up some, uh, some tobacco. Sheriff's not. Let me move this subtly. So you move up to him as he's like exiting. Uh, I figure he's probably going to turn to go probably to one side or the other, and the sheriff is going to be moving with purpose, and he's going to kind of grab him and take him into the alleyway. This is oh sh- this, sheriff like oh this this going? is not why why. Kind of toss him against the wall. Kind of the, the sheriff's not here to take any kind of prisoner right now. He's going to pull out the gun stock. Like, this is your work? Sher- Sheriff, what, is, what? I don't understand why you're being... That, that's not answering the question. Is this your work? Do you manipulate me, Roll? Plus charm. Okay. Okay. Yep. I want to hear his number before I ask what I'm going to ask. Oh. Rolled an eight, and I zero, so I got eight. Okay, I can't bring it up. I was going to say if my like laying the groundwork for this conversation to happen could act as like a help somebody, but it won't do anything to change the results. So, no, uh, sheriff, unhand me. I'm I I didn't do anything to deserve treatment like this. Unhand me. If you want the conversation to continue, you have to, you have to let him go. All right, there's. I'll I'll step back, but I'm still blocking the end of the alley. Like he's. Sheriff still means business, and he's still holding up the gun stock. He like, he like backs up, backs up, like dusts himself off. He's like, I was uncalled for, Sheriff. I've been, I've been nothing but cordial and helpful and cordial this whole time. I, I don't understand why you're. And now you're I've got to me in the street like this. And I've got a deputy who's burned half of his body. Is this your work, Thurston? Just, just, just one second. Do you mind? Do you mind if I take a look at it? And he like holds his hands out for you to pass it to him. Points the gun at you. I don't. I don't feel threatened by this. I don't. He's gonna pull a gun on me, or anything like that. Yeah. But I just want him to know that I, I'm here for answers. I need yeah. those. So do you? Sorry. Do you hand him the rifle? Yep. Okay. So he, he's he's like looking at this rifle, and he just uh, stumbles backwards and kind of like uses the the building behind him just to kind of like hold himself up. Sh- sure. Sheriff, where did where did you get this? Where do you think I got it first? I got it from I a dead man, Thurston. Virgil's dead? Exactly what this was. All I know is that he's shooting pop flames out of his hands, and now he's in three pieces. I, I'm sorry, Sheriff. I, I, I carved this for a really good friend of mine four years ago, and I, I, I thought he left the territory. I didn't. He's. Where's his body? Said it's in three pieces now, up past the. Wowski, Litlow Ranch. <laughs> what was this? What Birch was asking me about earlier? Time to it. Quite possibly. I just don't understand how. I thought. I thought he left. What was Virgil into? And I, I'm not asking that like unkindly. I'm just naturally. Uh, I've calmed down. Like I'm not as harsh, but still. Yeah, he's kind of. He's like slid to the ground at this point too. He's just kind of like. And like the sheriff's gonna like absolutely flabbergasted. Kind of like knelt down, like yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You're like right in his face, kind of still. Mm-hmm. Uh, Virgil, he worked for Litlow before I did, uh, but we were we were good friends. We we used to play poker a lot together. 
I made him this this uh this rifle butt as a as a gift for him. It's the last one I ever carved, and there's one night he just got up and left. Say anything that night? We, I, I thought he ran off with his his lady love. Who may that have been? But sorry, you asked who that was. Who may that have been? Yes, he ran off with Nella Litlow. Nella. Fuck. Say Nella. Nella. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. It was, it was, Mister Litlow's previous wife. What? Oh my god. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I got right in the do. Right in the do. Previous wife. I've I've just been taking notes. Marcus. Oh <laughs> lord. You could not get me to take notes in a Pathfinder game. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> uh, does the sheriff know of any kind it was of kind this? of before your time? I think yeah. when this happened. Okay. So you wouldn't you wouldn't know. Like you might be able to ask around town about about it, but and no personal knowledge of no. Peace. Okay. Like you pr- you probably were even unaware that he was married before. Like uh, yeah. Did Nella disappear that night too? The whole town though. Thought that they ran off together. She left a note saying, to, "Like t- saying her husband not to look out for her, not to consider themselves married anymore." And we thought they took off for greener pastures together. Took off for something. What was Marcus's reaction, Mister Litlow? Uh as far as we knew, he was pretty pissed off about the whole thing. Search for him. He got drunk a bunch throughout town afterwards. Got angry, and he started concentrating on making his ranch a better place and. Uh, and then he eventually built that big house of his. I'm out of space on my whiteboard. Oh God! I got it. <laughs> so at this point, the sheriff is like from his back pocket. He's going to pull out the buckle. Does this mean anything to you? That that was Virgil's belt buckle. He'd be sore to see it in such bad state. He used to keep that shined up real nice. Oh God, Virgil's gone. Sorry about your friend, sir. Truly am. Thank you, Sheriff. Do you mind if I... Can I keep the, the buckle and the rifle? I'm going to hold on to the rifle for now. You're welcome to the buckle. Okay. Th- th- thank you, sh- thank you, Sheriff. That's that's my kind of you. Thurston, I got, I got one last question. Yeah, yeah, sure. Did Virgil ever say anything strange about anything at all? Ever talk about magic? Virgil witch? <laughs> no, Virgil... He was, you know, he's a great farmhand. He's a great Ranch, great cowboy. Uh, I, he did talk to me about Nella sometimes. He was, I was the only person he talked to about it. Uh, they fell in love when Marcus was out working and he kept talking about that they were going to run away together one day. And I, I thought they just did. I thought I was so happy for them. So rare to, you know, find someone in this terrible world of ours. Uh, I always was sore that he never wrote or let me know that he was gone, but where, where was his body? Who did this to him? I know where his body is now, but I don't know from whence it came. It's a question I'd like to know myself. First, I apologize for my initial reaction. Do me a kindness. I'll take your order, Gertie's by a drink. I, I just, I just need a few minutes, Sheriff. I'll, I'll be fine. All right. And he just kind of like puts his heads in his hands and well, if you, he like starts crying a little bit. I'll be over kettle if you need it. Yeah, he doesn't respond. Sure, but now like that goes his way over to Kettle. I bet you feel like a jackass. Oh, a little day. bit, but I felt so good doing it. <laughs> he had to know. I had to know. Oh, that's 
great. Oof. Yeah, that's amazing. I once the next day dawns and I'm able to cash this in. I'm using the information the sheriff gives me, and I'm going to fucking connect one of my dots. Oh, that's exciting! Yeah, I'm just going to ruin part of this game for you. <laughs> what do you What do you guys want to try to do next? Like, do you have any ideas? Like, um, what, what do you What do you think should come next? My thought is we should try to get back to the ranch before nightfall, if that's possible, and just kind of like keep a watch out, keep keep up the whole night, and then reset ourselves to, to night. I, I think for you to get back that harm, you're going to have to stay, stay the night in town. Then we should gear up for the next day to just spend the entire night up at the ranch. Okay. If Taylor's into that. Um, you don't want to try talking to Litlows a little bit more at all? Because like, remember, they're in town at the general mm, store. That's fair. I'll say when I wake up, I'll connect the dots by maybe talking to the Litlows? Is that... Well, I'm have the be- I'm still in town, right? Like, you're technically on the outskirts because yeah. you're in... Taylor's got more yeah. time without me if he's got more Yeah, thoughts. we still have time in this day. Like, we're oh, not, yeah. like, this day's not... It's like mid-afternoon, I imagine. I did... It's You know what? You're probably right. It's probably like three-ish... 3.30-ish, yeah. starting to get later in the day. Yeah. Um, I did say I would spend I was going to be at the kettle. I don't know if you want to interact at all there, but I'll I'll say the sheriff spent an hour there waiting to see if Thurston came back. Uh, like, to, like after like half an hour or so, he, he comes in okay. and kind of like keeps his head down and he heads off to the side to like a back corner to sit down and you see Gertie bring a bottle over to him in a class. Alright, and I'm not looking for any real interaction here, but See, he comes in, obviously he can come over and talk to me. He's got a hand, Gertie, five dollar bill. You make sure. Sh- be like a dollar to keep him in the drinks. Two dollars to give him Yeah. You just make sure he's well looked after, not Gertie. Uh, Gertie gives you like a nice little like pat in the face and she walks away. All right. I'm off to the, yeah. to the shop now. The general store. The general store? Yep. All right. So the general store, uh, is usually run by. A young name, young man named, uh, I almost said Solomon. That's on my list of names. <laughs> Tate, Tate Dorsey is the young man who greets you as you enter the, the general store. He's the usual. Like Horsey? <laughs> Dorsey. D, yeah. Yeah, I like Horsey with a D. Awesome. Afternoon, Tate. Af- afternoon, Sheriff. What can I do for you? I'll tell you, uh, the lit lows around. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll go get Miss Miss Alva for you. One one minute. Uh, he pops in the back for a second, um, and Alva come comes out. Oh, Sheriff. Evening, Miss Lillo. Well, I do declare. <laughs> Afternoon, Miss Miss Lillo. Uh, your husband about? Uh, he's doing some work upstairs uh, in the office. Uh, is there something I can help you with? Uh, I think right now I'm just looking to talk to his. In cell. Uh, is it all right if I go up and speak to him? Uh, I'll see if you, he can come down. And um, after a few minutes, uh, Marcus angrily comes out of the back room. Uh, you can tell like he came from the stairs in the back. Uh, Sheriff, this better be important. I got important things I need to go over. Sheriff, I'm going to take the stock out of the gun, kind of drop it on the table between the two of them, I assume. Because he's coming from the back, so I assume the counter is between the two of them right yeah, now. the counter is between them, yeah. So, and he's going to just kind of place it there. And he's going to just stare at Mr. Lithoff. Is this supposed to mean something to me, Sheriff? Why are you putting this filthy thing on my my counter? I've been told this rifle here belongs 
the a man in the name of Virgil, a man that uh, seems was acquainted with your previous wife. Virgil McGuire? Well, the same. The man who ran off my wife? That's what I've been told. So I, I, so you have his rifle. What? His rifle up in the hills. Burnt down farm. Some horses. So it's Virgil that's been, of course, he's, he stole my wife. Now he's come back to ruin me. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> Do I sense anything from this? Did I see him hesitate at any, like, when I first brought out the rifle, spark recognition actually pop up in his eyes. Is this, do I see him hesitating at all? It didn't seem like there's a spark of recognition when when he dropped when he dropped it down. What about from Alva? No, Alva. Has no That'd idea. be fucking Buckwild Tiller. Are you kidding me? She's like <laughs> orchestrating the whole thing. <laughs> How old's Tate? Uh, Tate's like a young man, like twenty five. For what? <laughs> Damn it! That this gone with totally not what I expected. <laughs> Just because you guys are in your 30s doesn't mean that the 20-somethings don't exist anymore. They never exist. Yeah, it feels it feels like that to me. It's like no one under 30 exists in my mind. I'm right here. I know, I know. So what let's let's just keep the pause going for a yeah. second. So Taylor, what what are you hoping to accomplish right now? Well, I some part of me was hoping to scare something out of Lit I in my head he was gonna recognize this rifle or, or the name Virgil. And me bringing up his ex-wife was going to, like, trigger something. So so what do you think that happened with Virgil and Litlow? My thought is that he killed them for, for fooling around, and then she's the so horse? If that's, if, that's, if that's your thought, so he's, he would have spent the last four years lying about this. You think he's slipping up now? I don't think anyone's called him on it before. He's managed to pull us off with, with like, zero orphans. He's managed to play the victim. But imagine spending four years building a home and building a ranch and having time on your own to like practice the lie. But no one's had, he hasn't had to lie to anyone. Think about it. Everyone assumes they're gone. He is now the wronged party. You think he, like that Sunday gossip wouldn't happen every Sunday where people are like, oh. Yeah. You think the old sheriff. It's a real shame that she left you. Never yeah, It's a real shame that she left me. Yeah. If he spent, I think, I he spent that entire time afterwards as a drunk, essentially, it's from. What we've heard, like he he went around drinking mm. and he was a mess. And then he spoke, he dived into his work. Who says he's going From, to church? He he could have just avoided everyone because he is drunk out of guilt. Maybe maybe he's like, I exactly. killed my wife. I killed my wife. Uh, that's that's what I was thinking. Like he he, I don't think anyone's called him on being the perpetrator in that whole mess. I well, I understand and I, I agree with you, Taylor. I don't think anyone would because it's like polite society. No one would like outright be like, "You killed your wife." But but I haven't said that. Oh, I will have you answer for this. I think you're crazy if you don't think that someone who killed their wife would try to like think about it and think about like the lie they would tell, whether he's rehearsed it through like practice or just like sitting there like slowly building his house, nail in his mouth, waiting to put the next board in, going like. Well, I don't, I don't know. I heard that they ran off. I think it's it's totally in the realm of him like being so ready to lie about this, whether he's had to or not yet. He's ready. Wow. I just don't see how it fucking lines up is the trouble. Well, like because I, I magically have this rifle from this man he may or may not have killed, who supposedly has run off with his wife. Like I have concrete proof of something. Like it's it's I've thrown this in this proof that this man never left the territory. Yeah. Well, you, well, you do, because you know that the dead body's up there. Yeah. 
but like your concrete proof here in town is you have his rifle. Yeah. It's too so juicy to be a red body. herring. It's too Sorry? juicy. It's too juicy to be a red herring. Has wife stealing and ornate weaponry? <laughs> Fuck. This is a red herring. I'm looking at Eric's face. I know. I'm so mad. <laughs> no, it's not a red herring. So what? So like, <laughs> what? What? If you can't get information of of like Marcus Litlow, what do you think you should do next? I'm not sure. I was hoping to get some information. <laughs> at this point, I... at this point, the only thing I can think of to do is somehow wrap up this conversation now, and I need to get back out to the ranch. If he doesn't have the stuff I'm looking for, it's somewhere else. He obviously doesn't know. I, I have two thoughts on this, and one is. Again, I don't want to, I know this is not a game where you ask if you can roll something, but I feel like maybe this would be a time like, unless Eric is being truthful and the guy is not aware of what's going on, which if he was aware, I feel like he would have asked you to roll manipulate. So that's again, like, I don't want to metagame it, but I feel like we can trust that this vein is dead, whether it's through his own steadiness or his in like his lack of knowledge on it. Um, I think what we should do is take this info, like you said, go to the ranch and i want to say every time i play out my my connect the dots i have to be with the sheriff because it's us spitballing back and forth he gives me all the information he has and i just tell him every idea that comes to my head and then we piece it together so how about this i, th- I feel like the sheriff can't get anywhere with Lilo. Okay. it's not he's just i think like this conversation is done i think like Lilo would just be like well that's enough and then just walk away again yeah because yeah. he's want to do i think at this point the sheriff would probably head back to talk to you to spill the tea about like what he's learned from Thurston. Yeah. Fuck. So I, I, I think we should, I think we should do your connect the dot. Okay. Uh, so one of your connect the dot things, at least one of your questions. So connect the dots, just to like reiterate is at the beginning of each mystery, which I did when we did the last episode, um, I look for wider patterns. And so I rolled, it was plus my sharp, which is plus two. And I ended up getting, I think a 12 or a, uh, um, yeah, I got a, an 11 or a 12. Um, which means I hold three, which means I can ask at any time throughout the mystery, which is like this story arc, three questions from this list. The three questions are, is this person connected to the current events more than they are saying, which is the one I'm thinking we'll use? Or when and where will the next critical event occur? I think it's pretty clear it's it's going to be the ranch, at least until the house is burned down, then maybe it'll move into town. So I'm not going to waste it there. That's my thoughts. Um what does the monster want from this person? Now that we know there's like a personal connection is the question I'm tied on. Um, and with, there's one about previous mysteries, so we can see an overarching thread. We can't use that one yet. And how does this mystery connect to the bigger picture is also a little tough on our first mystery. Yeah, I wouldn't say those last year are too applicable. So which one do you think you want to go with? So Taylor, we have the option of either, is this person connected more than they are saying for Marcus Litlow, which again, could be nothing, um, or is what does the monster want from this person? This person, I will say, is Marcus Litlow, because if it's not anything to do with Marcus Litlow, my thinking is I'm trying to think of some reason why it's Alva to attack their home like this. I, I, I'm I, more inclined to go with, what's the first one? The first one is, is this person connected to current events more than they are saying? I think what the monster wants yeah. and is more critical. Because so... One of the other ones is what uh, I think. What, what, where will the monster appear next, or what will happen next? Yeah. I don't know if that's going to be at the Little Ranch or 
that's the thing. But our assumption has to be in character that it will be because yeah. we're heading back there. Yeah. Um, but out of character, it could happen, happen throughout the at night. the general store now. That's where the Litlows are. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we so we can either say what does the monster want from this person, or where do we think the next thing will have, which will either let us know if it's the Litlows or the Litlows farm. I think are the target. I think. Knowing what the monster wants. No, I think I think you have a that's a great thought. But if it was going after them, why release the horses and why burn down the barn? Why not burn down their house? Because it's ruining him slowly. But if it goes after the thing in town, it's going to have way wider implications and damages. You think it cares? It doesn't care. It's there to ruin Litlow. It doesn't care about it ruins anybody else. That's the thing. If it's worried about ruining him on a financial level and not killing him, it cares about stuff in this realm. I think it's smarter than we think it is. I, I, it's a curse in my head. It, it, he's been cursed with the goddamn demonic flaming horse. How that curse? Where my brain goes about ruining him? Who knows? Birch would be able to draw this conclusion unless we get good information from this this held question. Um, I, I I don't think. Oh, you know what? I can ask too. I have three to use. Can't, but I think what the monster wants, yeah, is going to be a much and... better question in terms of what information get. If it wants to ruin him, if it wants to harm him, it's going to go directly for him. If it wants to ruin him in some way, it could go for property, like it could go for the general store, or it could go for the house, like you're saying. Yeah. Because if, if we can tell, like, I think we can tell, and I, I think it makes sense to make this the question because we have just sussed out, it doesn't want to kill him. And so we need to know what Not yes. And so I'm going to use two of these connect the dots points to ask both of these questions. So I'm going to leave myself with one for the rest of the mystery, which is dangerous, but I am going to trust Taylor to take these notes as I <laughs> suss this out in character a little bit. So you're telling me that, that his, his wife ran off with the, the man who burned me and the man who burned me has fire powers and the, the creature is flaming in itself. What could what could this monster want from Marcus Litlow? Eric? I think to, to answer this, actually, I'm not going to just... Um, I think there's actually some more information you're going to need to get to understand what this monster wants. Okay. And so to... To get that information, we can give you a small lead. You need to go talk to Alva um, and ask her what she was doing when the he- when the barn caught fire. Okay, well, okay. so I'm going to well, take that as the. I don't think you have to answer that question because you have given us the means to answer that question. So I'm, I'm going to count I'm, that, and we might have to like. Yeah, maybe you'll be a little I might more have to like forthcoming. Finish the thread for you, but like you're going like I'm. You, you should be able to get some more information and continue. Okay, so okay. Uh, what was your second question? My Sorry, Taylor. Well, I was yeah. going to say if. if that's what we have to do in order to answer that question. Do we want to roll back to Marcus having been confronted by the sheriff storming out? You wouldn't know until you talk to me. That's the thing. This has to be something that that Birch is actively like thinking of. And so I imagine we'll do it the morning before we leave for the barn. There's you might be able to grab her. Like you should try to grab her tonight. Like once like I rest, are, I feel like you guys are talking. You're probably having dinner at at uh, at the house. Okay, I think that. What was your second question, sir? My second question was, um, wait, oh, you, what did the, I was, I was going to say where and when will the next critical event occur? Because we think Perfect. it's. That's exactly yeah. what I wanted you to ask. Yeah. Um, so you guys decide that maybe tonight you'll spend the night at the sheriff's office. It's not far from the general star yeah. store. So you can kind of like 
be there, be close to the lit lows without being on top of the lit lows. Yeah. So might you might be able to figure something out. So I feel like after you guys, sorry, I was going to say for the sake of of the scene, I think I'm going to talk to Alva because I've got the one on one with her. Yeah, um, and the sheriff's a little pissed at the. I, or sorry, the 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 Litlow is pissed at the sheriff for the sake of the fact that I won't be able to keep notes and I need Taylor keeping good notes. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to set up the scene for you. Yeah. So you've had you've had you've had an early dinner. You've headed to the sheriff's office. You brought some supplies for you for the night, some pillows, blankets, whatever, to, to get you through the night. Um, you have your shotgun with you. So you're you're just outside, kind of like watching the general store. You see Miss Alva come out and she's walking towards the the kettle crook. So you can intercept, intercept her now or once she leaves, what would you like to do? I'm going to walk up to her before she goes in, but make sure I approach from a direction she can see me coming. I don't want to sneak up on okay. her. Oh my goodness, deputy, how are you doing? How is your arm? And she comes up and she kind of like checks on you and makes sure how you're doing. I had the sheriff bandage me back up and I said, mm-hmm. ah, you must be some sort of miracle worker. You've got- She's I'm, like taking your temperature and yeah, I'm seeing how you're doing. already getting a little bit of movement back and I'm still like hamming up the injury a little bit, but I'm like, I kind of like wince as I move as she moves my arm. But I, I am so happy to see you walking around. I mean, last night after that poem you you recited, I I thought that there was some serious damage. I'm really glad to see you're doing doing good today, Deputy Birch. Looks like visibly confused at the at her mentioning a poem. You say, ah, I, I, I've got. I can't ask about that now. Um, I, Deputy, why don't you come walk with me? I'm trying to grab dinner for me and my husband. Why, why don't I buy you a sandwich at Gertie's? That would not be necessary, but I will happily accompany you. I'm. Uh, um, All right, let's let's walk and talk yeah. there, deputy. She takes her arm in her arm. I I give her my good my right arm my good arm and I go. Yep. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, we're 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 looking to we're gathering up all of our all of our information before we head back out to the ranch tomorrow morning. And I just wanted to know what it looked like. You and Marcus might have been outside when the barn started burning, or were you were you by the barn? What was what was kind of going on before it it went? Well, I was grabbing some water. Marcus wanted a bath. So I was grabbing some water from the, the pond there. Um, we got a bit of a sluice set up so we can get some water. So I was, I was just grabbing some water to start, start a bath for, for Marcus there. How close is the sluice to the, the pond or to the, the barn? I know the pond isn't too far away, but I didn't, I, I was in no mind to take in the full 60, 70 feet from its, from like the house and the barn. It's not far. And the barn, you were just out working the sluice and the barn erupted in flames? Yeah, I turned around and the the barn was almost completely on fire. Yes. That quickly, huh? Um, yeah, it was, I've never seen a barn go up like that. It's, it's, I mean, I thought fire started out slow, so it must have been started on the other side when I was already walking out there. I'm not sure, deputy. This is going to sound odd, but at any point, did you feel like you were in danger? Before you noticed the fire and afterwards? When you mean like the hairs on the back of my neck, were they all prickly? Yeah. And no, I, the only other person around was Marcus. So you felt, you felt it's as though you were not in danger before these, these flames erupted. No, oh, my, my husband wouldn't, wouldn't endanger me. He always protects me. I, I, I know that, I know that, I know that your husband would not, would never, never imagine that. I mean, just in, in the air. Did it feel like 
what set the barn ablaze, who set the barn ablaze, might have been looking to harm yourself or or Marcus. She doesn't have a sense of that, really. Like, it just kind of happened, you know what I mean? And so you two were, and and sorry, Liam kind of maybe misheard. Marcus was helping her with the sluice, like they're both outside getting water. You haven't asked asked yet okay. uh, where Marcus was. And so Marcus was outside with you. You you know, you know, you felt safe because your husband was with you, obviously. Night was falling, you were getting doing some some hard work and he was out there helping you yeah uh I, he was outside doing something i wasn't helping with the water i i turned around and i saw marcus and uh, i mean he must have been trying to protect me i'm gonna need you to be a little more specific how was he trying to protect you well he was he wasn't too far behind me and he had his knife out and he must have been trying to protect me from from the fire and whoever set the fire, you know, the, the ne'er-do-wells that set the fire. He, he was ready for a fight, it looked like. Uh, Miss Elva, I'm going to need you, and I'm just going to, like, look her right in the eyes. I'm going to stop before we get to the saloon and just look at her and be like, I'm going to need you to, to th- think a little differently about what you saw. And I don't want to cast any aspersions, Marcus's. As far as I'm aware and as far as I care to believe, a good man, if he was looking to protect you from a barn fire 60 feet away, why was he approaching you with his knife if you did not see anybody nearby? And again, I know you felt safe because he was coming. Jeffrey, what are you trying to say here? I'm not trying to say anything. I'm just trying to make sure I understand because I, I I would not approach the person I'm trying to protect from something with a weapon drawn, that, that's just, that's dangerous. That's the first thing. You see what a weapon can do. Well, I mean, he obviously knew that someone set the fire and obviously knew he had to get close to me and protect me in case they tried to harm us. Did he call I mean, out you chased, to you? You chased off someone into the wilderness. You knew that there was people there meaning us harm. Did you call, did he call out to you or was he just walking towards you with a knife? I, I don't rightly know there, Deputy. It was such a hectic evening. You were, you, you were there. You knew how. Um, terrible it was um i have spoken to the sheriff about some information he's become aware of and i again i i feel mighty uncomfortable even mentioning what this could mean but i have reason to believe you know i'm friends with thurston thurston's good friend virgil i'm not sure if you were there when the sheriff spoke with your husband earlier tonight I was I was in the store. I didn't hear what they were talking about, though. I know Marcus was in a bit rough with the sheriff. He's he's in a mood today. I do apologize if that has soured Marcus at all. But there is. Are you familiar with 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 your husband's first wife? I, I mean, the ladies of the church like to gossip about it all, and sometimes they don't think I hear. But I, I know that he was married before. He doesn't like talking about it. I, she left left him apparently. I. I'm to understand from what, again, this was a bit before I came to town, but I think that Nella was meant to have left with, with Virgil. And I have reason to believe. I mean, I know her name was Nella, but I don't know the, both the man she ran off with. Virgil might have been the man on that strange horse. And if I'm just putting my brain through all of the, the questions I can ask, and again, it doesn't mean I believe this, but if for any reason, Virgil is potentially looking to do harm to your husband or his 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 well-being and God forbid yourself, ma'am. It could be that maybe 
some harm came to Nella and she never left with Virgil. And if, if I am to believe, and again, mere speculation, that your husband in this, in this terrible, terrible fiction I am cooking up in my head could harm a woman that he loves dearly, I need to know, why do you think he would be approaching you with a knife drawn, Mrs. Alva? I need you to think about this. From now, a- deputy, I I don't think I appreciate your tone. I I I don't think I need to. I want to continue this conversation. I'm so I'm sorry. And she breaks off of your arm and starts walking away I, from you. I, I'm gonna not grab her, but I'm going to step in front of her. And if I need to roll on this, I will. But I'm gonna say I apologize. I, I'm sure you're where I can be quite brusque. I do not mean to sound rude, but when. My head goes to these places. I get mighty worried, and I, I my my tone is just out of worry, ma'am. And I just I I grow fearful for for no reason. I'm I'm sure you're aware, and I'm I'm gesturing to my arm, and I say I've got reason to now worry even further. I just don't want any harm to come to yourself, and and I don't I don't think this is true, but I need to know everything about the net, and so I just need to know if you can give this some new context with this awful terrible thought in mind if you could just please reassess what you saw uh deputy i need i need some time to think and she puts her hand on your chest and says just just please get give me a few give me some time and she like sidesteps you and starts walking away again but she walks past the the saloon now and she's starting to head off somewhere else okay if i can i'm gonna keep an eye on her if i can sneak around i don't want to leave her unattended okay so i what is what is Taylor doing this evening over here for? Because Taylor, peace, oh, you, you said he came at her with the knife. Oh, I, got it, I, got it, I got it! I got it! I got it! I got it! I So you you follow her through town. You're sneaky about it. You see her go to the minister's house, and she when she knocks on she knocks on the back door. Actually, you kind of peek around a corner. You see her knock on the back door, and the minister's wife opens up and ushers her in. They they probably talk for like half an hour or so, and then. So you keep an eye out, and then she leaves the minister's house and starts heading back towards the general store. Okay, I'm gonna once I see you're heading back to the general store, I'm gonna like make a point to try and be like visible outside of the sheriff's office. Like I want her sure. to know Perfect. that I'm outside of the sheriff's office. Um, and once I'm outside of the sheriff's office, I'm going to very like casually poke my head in and say, "Sheriff, we need to talk." Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. So I feel like you're probably like leaning up against like the the post that hangs that, that uh, keeps the awning up over yeah. your porch. He's probably like in the shadows, like feet up on a chair or whatever, and it's like so you guys are like quietly talking to each other while you're like staring off the, the other direction. I feel like that's probably the scene we've had. Oh, yeah. So you you guys see Alva go back in the general store from your position. So have your conversation, Sheriff. I after speaking with with the lady Litlow, um, I have a thought. Play it on me. If Virgil is coming to destroy Marcus, I think maybe Marcus did some harm to Nella before they could escape together. I don't know what the full implications of that are, but to be that vengeful to that you could literally rebuke with fire after death, that sounds like scorned lover to me. And when I asked Alva what she was doing before... uh, the fire broke out. She said she was um, 
she saw Marcus walking towards her with Naf and all but intent. She uh, she needed some time to think on what I said. I, I got a bit heated, but I think there is a chance that if we don't go into the general store in the next <clears throat> few minutes, uh, when Tate closes up, Marcus might hang a close sign on Lady Alva. Do you anything for that, or are we going to? He's so excited. I am so Kayla's excited. I'm so excited. I can't say Okay, it. as you guys are talking, uh, the minister's wife actually approaches. Um, she's like oh, an older lady. Uh, her name Shelby. Shelby. Yeah, Shelby's the one. The last name Shelby. You want? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's so Minister Shelby? Wilda Shelby. What's the minister's name? Let's find out. Miles. Miles Shelby. Miles Shelby is great. And I'm picturing Miles with an eye, like someone looked at a road marker, like yeah. that's my boy. Sure, perfect. Okay. Okay, so she walks up and she's got like her her hands together and uh, clutching like a little purse or whatever. And she walks up and deputy, why are you yelling at that sweet young lady? Uh, I hear you're accusing her husband of some awful things. <laughs> Wilda, hello, deputy Birch Hobbs, hello. <clears throat> he's visibly uncomfortable speaking to this woman. Uh, she's like a chastising older woman, and he's just like, nope, not into it. No, no. Uh, yeah, it's, especially since you're like, you're not for the, the yeah, church. Yeah, like, for the church and like all of the older people in his life before the sheriff were like cult members. And so he's just like, <clears throat> yeah. Now, now, Wilda, don't you worry about that now. I'm giving him a dressing down as we speak. And I'm going to then like grit my teeth and say, my apologies. I was hurt pretty bad in a in a firearm accident yesterday, and I'm going to gesture to the the bandages and say, "And I, I hit my head, falling off pickle, and I am um, uh, I must have I must have not realized that I was rambling on, and so I I actually intend to once uh, once the sheriff is done reading me the right act, I was going to I can't say that that wouldn't exist yet. When you look your rights. Once the sheriff finishes reading me my rights, I have every full intention to stop by the general store and, and beg forgiveness. I, I was completely out of line, and I understand that. And I'm, like, gritting my teeth because, like, I, I hate this. I hate acknowledging that I fucked up. You sure do talk there a lot there, Deppy. Why don't you run inside and get, get me a drink while, while I sit a spell and talk with your, your sheriff here? I'm going to go in and I'll, I guess... Uh, now you get on, Burst. Give your... Will they, I feel like you give you her, like, like, a, like, a nice little... Yeah. Tip of your hat and like walk I away. start boiling some water for tea. Now, Wilda, what brings your right, concept so over here? Wilda takes a seat next to you. And, uh, so, Sheriff, what's what is happening with the the Litlows and the farm? I, Alva came in. And she's uh, quite in a tizzy about what your young sh- deputy there accosting her in the street. Nah, I don't know about accosting the one. They seem to be walking just nicely down the boardwalk there, head to the saloon. Up at the Litlows. Some strange happenings, I'll, I'll admit. Horses disappearing in the night. Barring up in flames. A lot of tragedies up at that ranch, I'll tell you. Truth, ma'am. I know it's before my time, but you so kind of fill me in exactly what happened to his wife. <sighs> Sweet Nella. You know, she sang in the choir with me. She's quite the soprano. I remember her... Coming into town every Sunday on that big black horse of hers. She was a sight, I tell you. Beautiful girl. Big black horses. 
Yeah, she didn't go anywhere without that big black horse. No. All right, it was uh, quite a sight, that the tiny little woman riding the, that large beast. It, but she came in every Sunday and every Tuesday for choir practice. No. Sorry, I, I, sorry to interrupt you. Uh, you know it's not polite to interrupt a lady there, I Chair. do apologize most sincerely. I'll come pay my respects this coming Sunday. The Nella's hair, was it red? Well, of course it was red, Sheriff. You, 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 oh, you know what? Nella was before you're, you started working on the town, eh? Indeed. Beautiful red hair. Like flames, huh? Sunset? I would say so. I think her father came from the the Fair Islands, you know. Say Nella had a sizable fortune? Sorry, sizable fortune? Uh, no. No. Oh, she she didn't. Alva, on the other hand, she's got a sizable fortune. But Miss Miss Nella, I seemed like she was in love with Marcus for for a good long time. But then she ran away with that Virgil. <sighs> it's Alva. Yeah, I'm gonna. I drop the kettle. Like <laughs> so you, you come outside with like a tray and you drop it. Yeah, like I'm I'm walking out with like Deputy Hobbs. You're a clumsy old. I'm elf. beelining over to the the general store. Now, will that? I do apologize, right but I gotta go. Gotta make sure my deputy doesn't get in no more trouble. The, not not yet. There's more info. There's more info. Okay. Wait, wait. Yeah. I think the sheriff then grabs you by the arm and I wince because it's it's healed, but it's still sore. Okay, so I see you going by and I'm just like, Bert, you sit your ass down now. Bert, why don't you why don't you go get fix up, up that tea that you just dropped? I'm I'm still thirsty here, boy. Why don't you keep talking? Birch. <laughs> Sorry, not Nella. Let me I erase Wilda. Wilda. You Wilda. Why don't you continue with your story, Wilda, and I will make tea after I don't want to interrupt the tale with uh, the sounds of sweeping. I'm going to just sit. Just kind of. Now, you said Ella's got pretty penny behind her? Well, you know you know me, Sheriff. I don't like like to gossip. Uh, roll and manipulate me. <laughs> Is it worth me trying to? I'm going to see what his number is before I attempt to help, but I don't think I could with this thing. Oh, I have an idea of a way you can help with this lady. Don't worry. I'm not going to rough up the priest's wife. Charm, charm. <laughs> or I rolled. I can't help with that. You, you stick. I can't get you a 10. I will use a luck. No, no, no. Don't use a luck. You're fine with an 8. No? Fine with an 8. Oh, okay. okay. Don't use luck. Um, She turns to you and says, uh, you know, Sheriff, our our choir is short a baritone. And if I remember correctly, you you got a pretty voice there. I was wondering if you would be willing to, not not forever, I'm saying, just in, until the Christmas concert. We could really use uh, some support. I sing baritone. Yes, the wrong man. I do believe my- No, no, sorry. Liam sang baritone. I know. Choir. I'm throwing and you under the bus. You. you fucked up your role. <laughs> Damn. Now- We meet every Tuesday for, uh, for choir practice. Uh, it's from uh, two to four. Now- and then it's just every Sunday. And uh, after the, the Christmas concert, you're a free man. Now, Wilda. What time is service on Sunday? I'm going to hold him to this. Uh, 9.30. Now, Wilda, do you really want to slap fox like me amongst you hens? <laughs> oh, you. Yeah, of course we do. You got to. I've heard you sing on a few Sundays. You can really use your, your help in the choir there. Well, how can any man say no to that? Underlining that. All right, you join the join choir. the choir. <laughs> awesome! That will so limit time we can work too. You you didn't hear this from me, 
But I mean, I'm sure you've heard the of Alva's father. He passed away a few months ago. No, I can't say I have. He he ran a he ran a ranch down south of Mayhew, large large property. And Alva was his only child. Uh, Alva told me that during the reading of his will, he had left everything to her. But right in that moment, Alva knew that her mother needed taken care of, and her her mother was whip smart. I've only met the lady one time, but she had quite made quite the impression on me. Alva had signed over the entire estate in trust to her mother. Uh, the the trust is going to last in, until Alva passes away. Her mother passes away, so her, her mother is in charge of all her money. Apparently, Marcus wasn't too pleased about that, but calmed down after after a little bit, a little bit of talking to. Right now. Birch, how's that tea coming? I I didn't go up and get the tea. Well, once I didn't, I I stayed and listened. Okay, because like that's I'm, fine. I'm, you're barely keeping me from leaving. I know, but attention. Okay, Birch. Now why don't you go around back and get the good tea? Okay. <laughs> I, I nod, and man, if I had taken contrary, I would have gotten. Uh, if I just stayed, I would get experience. <laughs> I get up and I go around back. Like, do you mean back of the building or like in the in the sheriff's office, like inside? I, what the sheriff is implying is that you go search for the good tea that's out yeah. back. You're going to go out the back door and open the general store, you jackass. <laughs> I figured that was it. I didn't know if you wanted me to like leave out the front and like walk where we're standing or if you wanted me to disappear in the building. It means sneaking back in will be harder if I had to stay in the building. But I, uh, I go around back and I'm going to sneak. Is this like an act under pressure or something? No. Um, you guys missed it, but Tate had left the store while you guys were talking. Shit. Too well done. Okay. But now uh, the Litlows are both exiting. Um, it's starting to get dark now. It's, it's starting, like, sun's, sun's down. Uh, Alva exits, and she's got a lantern with her. She exits the, the general store, and Litlow's chasing after her, and they're, they're yelling back and forth. So as you as you exit the back door, you can kind of see down the alley. You can hear what's going on. So I assume you would run up to the front of the building. Yeah. All right. You squeeze up through through the alley. Wilda stands up, and I'm assuming the sheriff stands up to like see what's going on. And it seems like Alva's trying to get away from her husband a bit. He grabs her arm and arm and pulls her back. It actually flings this lantern out of her hand, and the lantern hits the ground. Flames spread out, and suddenly, the giant nightmare jumps out of the flames 